Practically every one of the top 40 records being played on every radio station in the United States is a communication to the children to take a trip, to cop out, to groove. The psychedelic checkers on the record albums have their own This is a special question. We don't want you to smoke genetically modified ganja. We want you to smoke the real thing. One of the smoke of natural herbs. Some call it marijuana. Some call it sensimedia. Some call it lamb's bread. And some people call it... Welcome to another edition of the Adam Dunn Show. I'm your host, Adam Dunn, and there I am twice. I am two times here. I'm so good. I'm double. I'm double down. Uh, no, we're back. We're back from we're back from Oklahoma, dude. We made it. We survived. We did it. MTI got home safe and sound. I made it back. <laughs> Driving back. I had to drive back. Sorry, you're muted, Dave. I got you. Oh, great. That's okay. Oh, yeah. And you're, and you're the co-host. What Dave. does it matter? What do you, yeah, what does it matter? <laughs> Dave, co-host Dave. In the wing. Sorry, guys, that we're late. You know, that's how it is. We had we had lots to do today. We had to like reset up the studio. I didn't have to do anything. MTI did it all. And now he's grumpy. Now we have Holy shitty. Shit. We, shitty Jamie is in full swing today. So if you guys want to see a true shitty Jamie, this is the day. He's gonna be grumpy. He's not shitty Jamie. So you're gonna piss him off, man. He made he that might, up. He's... It's his own name. He's he knows. I did not make that up. This is once one time I did not make up a, a, a name, and he loves it. He thrives. You should see him. You should see him out there when he introduces himself as Shitty Jamie. It's, it's amazing. He, he lights up the room. Well, I noticed he, he used that moniker on uh, the Sofa Bab. Oh, yeah? You started I, I that I on there? Is it on there now? I, I tuned in for a little bit, Mark, but I got I got to tell you, brother, I'm not, I guess I'm not a podcast watcher in general, but fuck, man. <laughs> you need to take the lead more in that show. You oh, know, wow. Guys that were doing the talking on it, I'm you're gonna, way more personable than them. I'm going to I'm gonna tell them that. Wow, you're yeah, really serious. hurting their feelings. You need more airtime. And they, they have you at like three-quarter size than those two guys, the, the two main guys. What the fuck is that? You deserve full square on the on the sofa, Bab. Thanks, buddy. Speaking of full full square, let's talk about the show today. we got a full show. Lots oh, of guests. Yeah. Lots of guests. So we have surprises. What happened this week, Dave? What was the big day? What, was, what, what happened? Something um, happened. And it kind of came I, out of, well, I'd have to I say it came out of, I'd say it came uh, out of left field, in my opinion, even though it was, we all knew it was going to happen. We, we were joking. What a way to make a couple of sexual scandals go away. Just legalize cannabis. <laughs> I and know. Bing, bang, boom. Bing, bang, boom. There we go. <laughs> I know. <laughs> How hilarious was that? It's like, <laughs> Hey, I mean, I, no, you're right. It, it was really fast. I didn't, I, I don't, nobody said, hey, get ready for this. I didn't get any calls nothing. going, hey, they're moving it through. Nothing. It was, it was just bing, bang, bang, boom. bing, bang, boom. It was, this is your, this is your yeah. thing of the day. I, I noticed bing, bang, boom is, is a theme. Bing, bang, boom. Um, but yeah, interesting. I mean, kind of weird. It's, uh, as always, another one of those anticlimactic situations where, like, you know, man, imagine, imagine, imagine. Oh, yeah, it happened. You know what I mean? And that's what, that's the way legalization seems to be across the board where it just is becoming so normal. Like we all we assume no surprise zero. I mean, surprise in the sense that such a state jumped on board and actually I'll tell you the surprise surprise to me is the fucking three ounces and 24 grams of fucking concentrate. That's that 
was surprising. I was like, damn, they're stepping I'm in. I'm in a New York state of mind, baby. It's a New York state I, of kind. That's great. Really. It's a New York state of kind. A New York state of kind. That's right. That's a t-shirt right now. Any of you t-shirts, guys, I'm telling you, a New York state of kind. Yeah, of course. You could send 10% to the Adam Dunn show. Yeah. I didn't, uh, and I actually looked it up. I didn't see it out there. I'm sure someone else came. I mean, come on. It's one of those obvious. That was the funny thing about it. I was kind of putting together the thing for the show, and there were so many New York great sayings that you could kind of come up with. I was like, damn, this is going to be easy. But uh, yeah, so we have New York heavy show today, of course. Um, First person out of the gate who's going to come on in about... What time is it now? We got 10, 10 more minutes. Uh, in about 10 minutes, we're going to have Danny Danko, who I think last time we had him on the show, we kind of just got the whole show got derailed or something. I, think I remember. Just apologize to anybody who came on over New Year's. I mean, we were off schedule, <laughs> off our heads, I off mean, schedule, everything we about did Tommy. And then that was it. It was yeah, boom. It pretty was much done. from that we point were... on, we just gave up. Yeah. That was it. <laughs> but it wasn't give up. It was edibly induced. Yeah. You it know? Was, it's it funny. Absolutely... It went by quickly, but I'm sure that's because we didn't know what the fuck was going on half the time. Um, but so we, we have... now understand how to do a show like that. So it'll so be better on So we have Danny Vinkovetsky, a.k.a. Vinkovetsky. Oh, Vinkovetsky. I can never say it right. Uh, couldn't spell. You should have seen me trying to spell it. I had to edit the actual thing, like I think three times. I had to go back, like, oh, re-edit. I've missed another letter. Like Jesus. Google doesn't autofill. No. Vinkovetsky. No. Not a yet. popular name. Not yet. When you put when you put Danny in the word, that's the, that's the first one that pops up on your on your thing. <laughs> Not yet. Coming soon. But we also have Rick Kusick, who is an awesome guest always because he's amazing amazing stories and uh you know f- he's in jersey so he's not tr- he's not a hundred percent you know he's, he's but he's but he's been he's around there enough and jersey i think is the reason why 100 percent the reason why new york went the way it did because they cannot let jersey beat them in anything right so it's like what no. wait a minute you guys no way are people New going Yorkers to... don't drive to Jersey for shit. No. You guys drive to New York for shit, Ex- motherfuckers. Exactly. Um, but we've also got uh, DJ Mateo coming in a little bit later to give us the Brooklyn update. So we'll have a little bit of Manhattan, a little bit of Jersey, Brooklyn a little bit of Brooklyn. Yep. Um, so we'll have a little chat with Mateo, see if they... I mean, the funny thing is, is like... Things aren't really changing that much because everybody smokes so much weed in New York. And in the last couple of years, when you go there, you're like, all you smell is weed. Like there's just weed everywhere. No one, no one gives a shit anymore. It used to be like, you got to keep moving. And there was always like rules, right? The rules were, you never stand still. You keep moving. You don't get in trouble. Then that sort of stopped because they started jumping on people and just kind of grabbing them and shit. So they weren't really as, so it got kind of nuts. And then all of a sudden it just sort of opened up. And now last few times I've been out there for... For uh, trade shows and stuff, I've been just like, wow, you're really definitely becoming normal. So it's good to see. Yeah, but I think you also have to add in the novelty of New Yorkers who didn't hop on a plane when it legalized other places. Mm -hmm. And them going to a dispensary for the first time. Oh, it's going to be hilarious. Just mind-blowing. It's going to – think of the Instagram videos that are going to be going up of people walking. I mean, it's going to blow people's mind. While, yes – I agree with everything you said. Walk and smoke. Don't stop, right? It's everywhere. That was the rules. They're not going to be new smokers, but man, there are going to be people who are going to go inside and spend some money. And we're going to see like California numbers right out of the gate. I think Cannabis Benchworks came out today and prices were down. But watch, now that New York is a competitor for all of it, (laughs) to the moon. 
Okay. I, I predict a $10,000 pound at a dispensary when they gram it out for $90 a gram oh, or yeah. whatever it is. Easy. Easy. <laughs> Even more. It'll be even more. Gotta get yeah. a haircut. My God, look at my hair. I, we're, we're the hair bear crew. A bad hair day in the studio there. It's, Mark looks it's, like he's it's flat top and you've got this flat top and going. I got the helmet head going on. I've got straight up helmet head happening right in front of you, live, live. Um, but we haven't even finished our guests. We've also got uh, Vladimir Bautista coming in from uh, Happy Monkey. Which uh, it's funny because now I guess we can talk about it because they've they've moved <laughs> they've they've they're not in their original location, um, and but it was pretty awesome when the first time I went there, you know you just went to like a nondescript uh, elevator at the at street level just like an industrial elevator at street level, uh, midtown, and you go in and sometimes there was a guy sitting there and sometimes it was just hit the button but you couldn't go to the top floor they had to bring you up to the top floor and when you got up there there was somebody there they kind of check you out who who sent you you know it was like kind of weird at first and then the minute you walked through the door the coolest part about that place it was like you were in a nice dispensary anywhere you know what i mean like it was like they had it set up like a dispensary you go into the one room where they had all the weed and they had hash and they had everything i was just like holy shit this is fucking amazing like this changed new york in my mind for like i was like well it's fucking, they, like, they don't even know how to wait for the shit to happen. They're going to do it the way they want to do it. And the funny thing, it was Cali brands and everything. You know, it was like a, a, a pretty much a better stocked dispensary than a lot of the ones I've seen here. So that Dude, was- in 2015, when Sid threw that uh, party on the top of Hudson Terrace after one of the, uh, yeah. the Javits Center shows, yeah. and there were literally, there were packaged New York City made edibles caramels yeah. gummies it was I, I forget the russian kid's name but he was so cool he's just like yeah i, I have whatever you need and, of course I he mean, did fucking the, the the potency because on, on an unregulated market he's like oh this one 300 milligrams like holy shit just this one yes 300 enjoy so that was a fun fun time it was and then uh you know so now it's gonna it's gonna go like so quickly because you're so I mean that's pretty much where every every deal we saw in every other state almost almost I mean not everyone but like a lot of them I'd say over 50% had it a, a New Yorker somewhere in the mix right because it was the dream it's like oh I can do this and then they would not be able to bring their money you know it's just always a sort of the nightmarish uh, situation of trying to like do stuff across state lines now that it's in their hometown I can't wait to see how quickly this you know goes becomes just normal which it will and that's the cool part is uh i love seeing the i think we really need now the domino to fall with you know federal oh it is it's already happening dude it's already i mean i know it's already happening and i know it could happen at any minute but what do you see as like what's the what Uh, is the balance between the government's taxation and the industry's want to be left alone is it five percent excise tax is it 15 percent, or is it just straight up let them do business just like any cost of goods company and figure out let each jurisdiction do it or what what's the what's the way i mean this it's gonna be a cash grab as always right i mean big time uh government's gonna want a big chunk just because of you know letting letting us do what we normally do um States are probably going to get fucked a little bit, I would think, just because uh, there's going to be, 
I don't think everybody's going to be able to gouge as hard as they want to gouge. You know what I mean? Because it's now, <laughs> because at, at this point it's like, it's like, a, Ooh, you're lucky. We're letting you do this. Right. But now it's like, dude, it's like, it's federally legal. What the fuck? It doesn't like, you have to come up with some standards that makes sense. You can't be like, you know, so all it's across States like Nevada did $74 million last month. Yeah. In January, excuse me, seventy-four million dollars in January. In month, so yeah. can you imagine what New York's going to do? It, it, so the density it, is just crazy. And and I mean, remember in the beginning though, when they were talking like five groups or something like that? Do you remember? It was like we're going to have five. And I was five like, five families. I was like, so five groups? Huh? That's interesting. You know? Yeah, exactly. By that and the fact that there's no way that could even work. You know what I mean? It's just physically impossible to. So, I was involved in a, in, in a, you know, on the real periphery of a New York deal. And it, it, the way all the structures were is originally planned that we'd all get some bonus when it went recreational. But mm-hmm. turns out that that became like the one sticking clause that New York State had a problem with. That, you know, that's like trying to play the lottery. So it had to be separated out. And now I'm thinking to myself, fuck, wouldn't that have been something... Mm-hmm. Having a part of a recreational dispensary in New York. I mean, even the, those fuck. And I'm not, getting, I'm not even gonna fucking say his name out loud. That brick, his old company, you that know, guy? wound up with a license that guy. out there. Oh man, not, yeah, not him, not him. <clears throat> so you know, you've narrowed it. You've says, literally narrowed it down to like 200 people. You know who I'm talking about. <laughs> I, I just do. don't want to say it out I loud. Do. I do. But you know, when hey. somebody says to you, "We make this thing work," you'll never work another day in your life. And then not only does it work, but it becomes a four billion dollar company, and <laughs> you you basically don't remember, you know. So fuck that. Anyway, I see Rick. I see Rick. I see Rick's joined us, and then uh, we didn't even get through our guests. We also have Carrie Cardi at the end of the show coming in hot uh, to tell us about her new uh, endeavors, which are very exciting. So we're going to talk about that. But we got Rick here now, live, looking good, hey, looking, yeah. looking. Hey, Rick. Looking, looking, uh, looking uh, fresh. I've been, I've been set in a room for a year. Yeah, Rip so Van. No, I was going to say Rip out. Van Winklish. You have a very wink- yeah. Winklish. You're very Winklish. Yeah. I was going to say, it looks like he just went to the salon and had his beard done. Oh, no, it looks way better than mine. Mine's a big mess. I look like, I mean, I'm I'm a fluff. Sitting in the room for a year, I've been doing this all for like a year. Just doing, you know, stroking the beard, man. You haven't worn a hole in the middle of it. How are you guys doing? We're doing good. We're doing good. Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate being on. Yeah, it was awesome. Well, I, once I once I thought about Danny, I was like, wait a minute, we got to get Rick because I was listening to one. Actually, I, we replayed an old show that you were on, the jazz one that we did a long time ago. Uh, mm-hmm. The jazz episode, and I listened to it, and I was like, because we we actually replayed it. It was uh, and and I was like, man, that was a fucking great show, and you're 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 an amazing guest. So that's why. Yeah, uh, you know, bullshit flies. Bullshit flies far. Oh, you're that's good. Hey, exactly. So, uh, <laughs> congratulations. Even though you're you're ahead of you guys, beat you were in Jersey. You beat yeah, New York, so you you win. <laughs> I, I live right. I grew up right on the edge between New York City and New Jersey. I lived in Jersey, but New York was right over there. And I, for fifty years, I waited to get busted in one or the other. Yeah, which yeah, one? Which would you have rather City been busted in? New Jersey. Which one? Did, it never happened. Which one did it you think you were going to get busted in first? Like, did you have a prep? Did you have a at the toll? Well, no, I actually, one time I actually did get arrested in East Orange, New Jersey, but my father was a cop in East Orange, New Jersey, so I was oh, disappeared into arrested. jail for three days. They couldn't get me out. I wasn't, I was persona non grata. 
Yo, we got Mateo yeah. jumping in too. Yeah, today's gonna be fun. We're just gonna like, let it roll and kind of group group it out. So, uh, thanks for joining us. What's up, homies? Brooklyn in the house. Hey, Brooklyn, in, Brooklyn the house. in the house. Nice. Uh, well, I'm about to light up a legal a legal joint, y'all. Holy shit! I joined in New Jersey with a legal pipe. Nice. Rotate you that phone. <clears throat> yeah, man. I love it. I have a balcony out here. I went out on the balcony the other day and smoked, and people walking back and forth, and they were looking up at me, and I was looking back, just thinking to myself, "Come on, stop. come well, on, I'm say thinking, something." Oh, look think, at you, Danny. About, You're very well versed Saturday in the, Live. You're this very, Saturday. Very well. Oh, I know it's going to be so weed, weed heavy. My look God. at Danko with his headset on and his little Pro. His wire coming down, wearing a Mets oh, cap. Let's go, Mets. <laughs> <laughs> Look at this. <laughs> oh, wait. Can we clear this up? Because Adam and I have had this question for a while. Are we allowed to call you Danny Danko? Yes, we already know we can. We can. He can't say it. Formerly known as Danko Vinkovetsky. As long as I'm not making any money. Oh, you're not you making know, money on my show. Here. You're not making Don't any worry. money on this show. Don't you worry. I guarantee you. <laughs> You can call him Danko, but he can't respond. Right. <laughs> There's a guy in the High Times office in L.A. with a beard. He's sitting there typing away right now. He's a new Danko. Dude, what's that? <laughs> so, so what's it like, guys? Are you, are you, you feel? Do you feel different? Do you all feel? Political? You feel different now? You get less really? high. It's <laughs> me. Yeah. Not at all. <laughs> no difference whatsoever. That's kind of what I th I said too. It's it's pretty much business as usual for most of us. But it's Friday, right? Well, the sad part the sad part is, is you guys might not get as high as you normally get because there's less paranoia, right? Because back in the day, that was the whole thing that like people from New York would get to Amsterdam and they'd be like, well, I don't we duck homes better, and I'd be like, that's because you're terrified of getting fucking busted. Yeah, exactly. Consumption levels will have to double. When you encounter legalization, you know, it, it becomes you have to do it and feel it as a as the first time you're you're legalized, you know, that kind of thing. You have to you have to experience that. I think I've done it in like five or six different states over the years. You know, okay. Here I am in Colorado, yeah. not not illegal. Here I am in California, not illegal. <laughs> now it's Jersey. Right. The uh the law is pretty intense though. I mean, like we got social consumption lounges we I got know. you guys killed it funding for oh. equity we got home grow that's we got, just imagine we if he was up if, if Cuomo that's, was up that's on awesome. some real charges what you would have gotten <laughs> right now he was just accused of stuff think about it if they had a real crime <laughs> and everybody bet against home grows in new york because everybody thinks of new york as new york city right so it's all like oh everything is new york city right. it's like dude new york's new york it's a big fucking place now. There is there gonna is there gonna be because uh, like here in Denver, it, you know, there's home growing, but you can only have a very limited amount because of the city situation. Right now it's six plants. Six plant limits. Yeah, six. Right, right now it's six plants. And technically, until, technically, until they until they rule, it's illegal, but there's no punishment. Yeah, it's, yeah but that's yeah, a fantastic area leap right forward. When, Twelve plants per house. <laughs> In a state as big as New York, are you yeah. kidding me? And yeah, you can I grow mean, outdoors. Also, also, you and I, yes, you can. And you guys know that like plant limits are a limit on the amount of plants, but not the size of those plants. No, so you can grow big plants. Don't, <laughs> don't tell them that. You got to be careful. You gotta be, For sure. 
No. So instead yeah, of no. instead of so, grow bud it's for yourself, 12... let's grow big bud for yourself now. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and it's uh, it's actually twelve plants in a household. So if there's more than one adult in the household, and uh, if you have a medical card, you can start growing in six months legally. And, what, uh, what if you, you know, what if you married what if you legally married like a real doll would that would that be enough could you do that could you, <laughs> could you like have that and then get an extra six plans from that because it's legal i mean you're like hey i love her hey, she loves me yeah. it's official we got it done the same san francisco yeah it's like the guys with oh, the so I, the tolls you know and the inflatable i have a med I, I have a medical card in new york i'm like one of the few people that actually has a medical card and, and i and i kind of thought it was a joke when i got it because you couldn't buy flour anywhere right all you right. could buy were these concentrated oils that were packed into vape pens and vape i was like pens. Bullshit. Yeah, this was is the last thing I was. so i kind of thought when new york passed the legalization i didn't realize the scope of how big the 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 uh, the act was until i really looked at it um and i did so with my medical card i can start growing in six months yeah uh, yes less than six months actually um, wow great six but months there's no charge tuesday no crime or enforced punishment then yeah there's no enforcement i could i could there's nothing to stop me from going outside and, and planting seeds tomorrow and growing in everybody's space because the worst thing that could happen is my landlord will come to me and tell me i have to go and pull it up yeah right yeah that's it. Are they, you have to go, yeah. Yeah, because and that's so much. I mean, here in Denver, here, here in Denver, you're not even allowed to have an outdoor plant, and it's like crazy. They're, they'll they'll take your house and they'll cause you like as a public nuisance, and it's like for an outdoor plant, a single yeah. outdoor plant. Yeah, it's crazy here. Like wow. that's in Denver, though. That's Denver. We didn't get personal. The, the hypocrisy between the differences in laws between you know one place and the other it's like it just doesn't make any sense it, it makes even less sense to me today than it did before and hearing that that's frightening man well if states have, weren't so poor and having to fight for every last dime and crumb they yeah, yeah. get out of the plant if we just had a general federal guideline into how to regulate this we wouldn't have this, but every state doesn't want to let it pass by. Just like you said earlier, Rick, New Jersey did something, then bing, bang, bing, bang, boom, New York's bing, bang, boom, get in. There you bing, go. bang, boom, you know, <laughs> and what's next? You know what? There are 41 states that have some sort of, or not 42, right? So some sort of legislation. It, it, as soon as it gets to all 50 and they have a couple of years to make taxes, then we'll see some. Well, I got to. I was told um, that this year there's a very. I was. I'm on the normal board, and we just had a meeting not too long ago. So this person gave us a a uh, presentation about what's going to happen in the near future, and uh, he, he says, and I questioned him deeply on it. He says he believes that they're going to um, deschedule, reschedule marijuana federally within the next year. <laughs> and yep. and no, he said, and he said, he said the reason why is because it's the it's the I said, are you sure? Because Biden's saying he wanted um, uh, decriminalization. And he knew what he was talking about. He said, yeah, you're right. Biden just wants decriminalization. But Biden thinks decriminalization is re that rescheduling is decriminalization. Uh. And so they might very well not get in the way of it. And they might very well happen within the next year. Or they may might very well not do a single thing, having just right. fired five staffers for just admitting me well that you know something that you know i heard about that but that might be the cover that they're going to look for maybe they're talking about this and the last thing they want is a bunch of uh, stone staffers there to you know give them uh give them shit when it goes down because they're going to get shit if it goes down 
Yeah, that's true. That, 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 that's shit. a possibility that they're trying to clean up before they know that the shit's yeah. going because then they're going to get super fucking, you know, checked out why their motives are for their... So if it's like, well, well the guy loves smoking weed, and I just want It's something that they have to give the left. They can't give the left the hardest thing. You know, AOC and said, no, you can't give them all that. But but weed would be an easy thing for them to give them. We'll see. And it's the, it's the unifying political topic, right? right. It, w- w- look what the, the fucking people who stormed the Capitol did. They sat and smoked weed in the room. <laughs> that was, yeah, that, that really helped us. That really helped our cause. Fucking break. It's the one exactly. thing that is just across political spectrum. Nobody gives a fuck anymore. <laughs> That's my question. I keep asking uh, old stoners the question, where's the most inappropriate place you've ever got high? When you get high, everybody knows that that one place I shouldn't have did it, but it was really fucking cool, so I did it. So where's it? You know, I know where my place is. Where's your place? <laughs> Dude, I can't get a point say, I can't get in trouble. Yeah, don't well, say that it? yet. Wait six months. <laughs> I, I smoked in every um, building that I took a class in at Syracuse University oh. in the late 80s. That's pretty good. You know. That's pretty good. Yeah, 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 yeah. I smoked on the steps of the Capitol in 1973. Oh, you beat me. That's, I can't yeah. say that. Yeah, yeah. That's a winner. Ding, 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 ding. I got high with Danko in Europe. That's oh, like everybody got high with Danko. Oh, come on now. Come on. Who didn't get high with Danko in Europe? You got high with Danko in Europe. Wait, I got high with Danko in Portland, but he wasn't technically allowed to be smoking at the time at the Cannabis Cup in Oregon when it was a non-smoking venue. I think I think the I think the I think the the main thing that is like when the, when the fire alarm goes off, you know you're in the wrong place. Like that's pretty much the sign. Like it's like, oh shit, we're not supposed to be smoking here. I thought we were supposed to be smoking here. I've set off so many fucking fire alarms and so many gigs. We have one of them on a famous video. What so many, so many times, and so I feel like that's usually the cue right there. Where it's like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have been here. We probably should go move on, move ahead, <laughs> move on. But yeah, it's. Uh, it is. It is. Remember the guy, uh, the English guy that was doing. The, was he, he died recently, right? The the uh, not Jack the Ripper, but he called himself something like that. He was like he had the the guy that just smoked everywhere. There's you remember, you see, remember that kid, right, Danny? Like everywhere. Like he'd go to he'd sit in a cab and he'd start just puffing. He'd go to a store. He'd be at like the middle of a mall just smoking. And he'd be like, what, what? <laughs> But I think I that's... remember there was a few of those online challenges like that. Yeah, this guy was pretty good. He died recently, though. He he had a condition, so he was uh, one of those guys who just like said, "Fuck it, I don't give a fuck." You know what I mean? I've got medical condition. Right. But he looked like a just like he didn't. You couldn't tell that he wasn't like he wasn't looking like. Oh, he, stop right there. What's up? No, not you, Danko. That's a good shot right Ooh, there. Oh, the Danko! Right Look at that sunset. Look at that. Beautiful. Beautiful. Stop right I, I also there. forgot. I also forgot. We have so many guests. I also forgot Sid Gupta, of course, and he might even have. Where a, is he? Well, he he's he's on the. He's probably mad that I didn't mention him earlier. He's like, God damn it, done Should forgot about me. Secret guest that we didn't even want to put in the card to give him any type of. Oh, whatsoever. absolutely not. No, no, of course not. <laughs> and now Danny knows exactly who we're talking about. He's like, oh, he, he doesn't want to give him any props. We know who that guy is. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> So, so it's six months out from anybody growing. What else? What is what is the situation with dispensaries and all that? And is it gonna like we're talking like down a year from now, six months from now, yeah. tomorrow? Does anybody know? 
They say two years. The two official, years. The official what? Two years. They have to develop the office of. They call it That's the, a lot the of office of. The Office of Dumbass uh, Fuckery. I forget what it's called. They that's that's office, what it's called. An office of that's assholes. It. They have an office of assholes that has to O-F-A-D-F. get together and measure each other's <laughs> asshole size. And then they're going to tell us how big their assholes are and then how much they want for their assholes. That's what yeah, they're going to do. Wow, two years, though. That's, that's like the biggest black market. Two years, bro. That's the biggest it black market be, boost in New York history. Like, New York. Bro, is... they, can t- they can take that two years and roll it up and light it and smoke that shit, bro. I'm, pl- I'm planting seeds like tomorrow. Yeah. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> By the time six months comes around, I'll have a harvest in. That's... Yeah. that's Really, like I said, that's giving the fucking black go. market a nice little boost right there. Like, what? So right. we got two so years. We, we had this conversation literally to this date last year. And the funny thing is, I, I lit up my joint last year. The fire department came and knocked on my door and shut me down. I don't know if you remember. I do. I, I remember had that. to go and I came back. I remember. Show, like, I came back from <laughs> the show and I went outside instead. But, uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. And But now, you know, here we are a year later and like, uh, uh, I gotta be honest, man. Like, if, if they tell me this in six in six months, I'm allowed to grow. The fact that they don't know ass from elbow or anything just tells me that I can go ahead and grow grow my weed, and no one's really gonna fuck with me. I'm like, seeing... I think that's kind of the general consensus in New York. Is like, you can smoke pot yeah. on the street now. Mm-hmm. You can smoke pot in public. Anywhere you can smoke a cigarette, you can smoke a joint. See, that's awesome. That's, that, that's, a, that's what it was now in Oklahoma, too. And I was like, <laughs> that's a much better rule. I mean, come on. That's the way yep. it should be everywhere. And and you well, imagine the next like, I, game? I think about it. We're, at, we're all having dinner, right, <laughs> at some restaurant. And I want to, you know, and me and Adam want to go outside and smoke a joint afterwards. We don't have to worry about, like, not coming back to dinner. Because we got pinched <laughs> smoking joint on the street. That's nice. I like that. The the two largest smokings are going to be the next Mets and Yankees game. That's it. Forget about wow. it. Yeah. You know. Well, the thing is, this, this, they made they made smoking cigarettes really hard in New York City a couple of years back. Like it's not like you can you're not allowed to smoke. I mean, you can smoke. No, no parks. No outdoor. No parks. parks. Yeah, no parks. No, no public. No public space, right? So maybe the reason why they gave you the social club exemption was because they're going to use that to crack down on anybody smoking outside. They might. Jersey, no? I'll tell you that. Uh, well, they said they said the sidewalks is okay. Anywhere with cigarettes, really? it's okay. Right. Yeah, anywhere yeah. with cigarettes, the it's NYPD. on the sidewalk. And a certain, amount of, a certain amount of feet from the, from the door of any place. Of schools, yeah, certain schools. Well, yeah, there's all kinds sure. of regulations on it that they, they want to be assholes, they could throw it at you. It's not as liberal as Oklahoma, since you can smoke cigarettes in schools in Oklahoma. You just can't smoke <laughs> cannabis. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of places you can smoke there, but, you know. But I, 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 I'm, I'm like, I'm, Adam, who do we talk to in Colorado about getting this clause about just anywhere you can smoke cigarettes? You well, can smoke cannabis. Well, you don't be, need I mean, any new legislation, regulations, right. just... That's the way... It's, I mean, it's common sense, right? It's like one of those things where you're like, well, that made way more sense. If New than, York and Oklahoma do it, and right. we don't, it's how d- dumb does that make us look? You know, Pretty dumb. <laughs> well, there you go. That's what happens when you're in a, in a cow town. <laughs> you know? So we got some cow town laws going on here. We were first, though. 
That's the most important I thing. Come on. That's pretty much how it is, right? No, a lot of times it's, you know, the way things go, though, people figure out that the system here is not correct. I mean, especially with the not being able to grow outdoors, not being able to, to smoke in public. They really got this idea that everything is so, should be all hush-hush. And <clears throat> well, you guys, you guys were first, and so they responded like by overdoing all these things. Like, yeah, you <laughs> need to sail and let's do this. And I said, now, uh, you know, the tent, tent, the tent state wasn't as, as uh, solid as that. They weren't as strict as that. But you guys were the, the first one. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's I mean, the first thing that happened... Did you guys all get phone calls from every one of your friends? Just going, oh god, yeah, it's New York. You moving back? You going back? I mean, when they when they actually signed it the other night, I was sleeping and somebody called me at midnight and said the governor just signed it. I was like, dude, I'm sleeping for God's sake. Thank you very much. It just happened like like last week. It's a-, a buddy I went to summer camp with, you know, a jillion years ago. He calls up. He says. My wife and I are coming to Colorado. We just want to know what it's going to be like before it gets here, man. And he goes, we just want to rent an Airbnb and smoke for three days just to get our lungs ready. I'm like, fantastic. You know, you can't really smoke anywhere here. You can't smoke outside, fire ban, everything. So (laughs) I said, you might just wait until New York gets their shit together. It's going to be much more fun there. But you know, let me uh, let me back for a second. I just realized the other day we were talking about when there things are going to be available in in New York State. Yeah, it'll be maybe two years, year and a half, two years, right? But what's going to happen is it's going to take a year for Jersey to have their regulations done too. So first, Jersey is going to have a regulated marketplace, and followed by New York six months later. That's going to happen in like a year. You think they're going to, like, race each other to the finish? Like, who could have... No, no, I I think Jersey will get there first because it's Jersey, yo. But, (laughs) but, uh, uh, no, I think Jersey will get there first, but uh, New York will come in right behind that. So all the companies that are optimizing themselves in Jersey are just going to go over the river and then hit there, you know? It's going to be a good good beta market. Jersey is a perfect beta market for these people to try out their things and get their branding down. And yeah, well, the big brands are here already. Like, if you go to in Bryant Park, MedMen has been open for two years. Like, I don't know what the fuck they've been selling. MedMen is a big brand. What did you just say, Mateo? Somebody mute his microphone. (laughs) MedMen? Come on. (laughs) Just kidding. They've been, they've been, been, oh, they had a retail location, but I I, I don't support them in any way, but I'm just saying, like, you know how much money they've paid in rent in the last two years to have a retail location in in Bryant Park, Manhattan? That's like 50, 60 grand a month. That's crazy. So there's a bunch of, and and they're not the only people that have cannabis-related retail investments around the city already so there's a bunch of people that have a lot of money invested up to this point that have just been sitting there waiting for this to happen well you bring up a good point are they gonna grandfather in and only issue rec licenses to the existing med companies and then give them like a two-year window no they said they've said that they're they've said that they with their dispersal licensing they're that they're going to be They want, they want to use their licensing to correct some of the wrongs that have been done with oh, social equity. Yeah, yeah, good. And 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 that means that like that means like I live in I live in Crown Heights, Brooklyn. So I live right between Brownsville and Bed Stuy, and like you know the two communities that are probably that are meant to see the majority. Like there there should be weed dispensaries and black owned weed dispensaries and grows popping up around here over the next two years. Right. That's the case because these are, in effect, the two communities that have been the hardest hit 
in New York City, well, other than communities in the Bronx and, and Manhattan, but in Brooklyn, these are the two communities that have been hardest hit by that, um, by those policing tactics, you know, and like, you know, they just, they, there, were, there were times when the cops around him just round people up, they had paddy wagons, round people up for smoking bottles, throw them in jail. Yep. Yeah, yeah. They should do that. And they would do it on a Friday at like three o'clock so that you couldn't that. see it yeah. until Monday morning. Yeah, 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 exactly. They copy you on Friday afternoon, you you did some Monday morning. Yeah, you get you had that. You, you, you guys got you guys got pulled in that, right? Mateo? Uh yeah. Huey <laughs> and I I remember. Huey and I got got uh got got nabbed on a Friday afternoon. And the worst time spent the weekend in this in central booking for smoking a joint the week that we played Glastonbury. So, like, we were supposed to be on a plane, is 99, and it was like it was like right at the height of, of Giuliani's. Ugh. Uh, you know, they had these fucking guys, they had there was like a squad. So, Huey and I got pinched and we got thrown in the P van. Uh, uh, and there was like we noticed, like, uh, they drove us around in the back of the P van for another six hours while they picked up the rest of their bus. So we saw how know they what were, a P van is. Watching them arrest Paddy people. wagon, basically, right? You mean like you sit in the no, back of the van, be like, put the guy in there, there man. Oh. Light up for all it. Pardon? The P van. It smells like shit. I listen. I'm luckily I've never been in one, but I I I know. Oh, you that's know, funny. It, it smells goes around so it, bad. Into it, you sit in it. Yeah, and then in the in the summer they turn the heat up all the way oh. and they blast <laughs> country music. Yeah. Now and 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 and, and, and didn't you and like eight hours on your way to the tombs? And and wasn't it? And wasn't it? Central booking. Central booking in New York is called the tombs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. This is not a fun experience by any means. And almost everybody who's smoked pot on the street in New York City has gone through this experience. Not, I mean, yeah. I would say a lot. I would say, I would say more than half of my friends have gone through the experience. But didn't you guys? Didn't you guys get pulled? Didn't you guys have like some rollerblader chick though that kind of lured you we in? We were dumbasses. There was like, yeah, yeah. There was this girl. Was, we were we were riding our BMX bikes down the West Side Highway bike path, and this girl went past us on rollerblades. And I was like, yo, check her out. <laughs> you know? And my man was like, yo, word. And then she went around the corner. And we went around the corner. And two guys jumped out with, like, these big-ass walkie-talkie radios and, like, grabbed the front of my oh. bike. Oh, and the old grab the front of the bike like you were 12 years old stand. again. Uh, that's like when you're 12, when they grab your front of your BMX bike. Right? Oh. It's like, Yeah, that was it, bro. That was it. Except I wasn't 12. I know. I that's what like I'm saying. 20, 20 no big wheels here. Damn. And uh, yeah, we went to the clink for the weekend. For the week, I was going to ask you, you went in for two days because you couldn't get out for two days. No. There was no judge till Monday morning. Uh, that's the worst day to Monday, get busted. I think when they got us, I think when they got us, Monday was President's Day. Oh, oh man. Fuck. Yeah, we got out Tuesday. Oh. Right. Right. We got out Tuesday, and, and my OG, Lisa Cooper, came and fucking, she met, she met us when we got out and brought weed for us. We smoked the joint. <laughs> on the way back to Lisa's house. Nice. So yeah. do you guys remember, what What was it, like two years ago, Saturday Night Live did a skit on the <laughs> alleged decriminalization of Never cannabis. Oh, yeah, they went nuts. And, it, right? I, and he was but about to smoke a toy, and they're like, whoa, you can't do that here. <laughs> right? But it was supposed to be decriminalized. Well, 18,000 black and brown people spent at least one night in jail in 2018. Okay, in New York City, 18,000. So yeah. this change to the law is long fucking overdue. Yeah, it has been used as a racial tool so that 
they could fuck with black and brown people. And yep. it, and I'm so glad something like this, this is just the start. Again, I want to see a Met game, you know? I really want to see, because when I used to grow up, they always used to give you one section at Shea. You could go to one area, and that's where you can smoke, and then you could leave. But now it's... Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's gone. Yeah. That's gone. You can't smoke at Shea Stadium. Maybe. I mean, if you keep yeah. smoking the parking lot at Shea Stadium. Adam Dunshaw will do a show from from center field. Yeah. <laughs> Last time I was at Shea Stadium was in 1982 at the Who concert with the Clash. I was there. Yeah, I was on stage. I was there. I was on stage. I was, no shit. I was on stage left, stage off, well, stage Fuck right. Yeah. Actually, face if you're facing it. Yeah, that's fine. That was a great show, man. I was 12. Yeah, I was, I was thirteen. Yeah, I was thirteen. Exactly. I was. Or no, I was. Yeah, you are twelve. Couldn't. Yeah, it was 1982. I was twelve years old in February of '82. Oh, okay. So, all right. I guess, I guess you know how old you are. I guess you do. But yeah, yeah it was, and it was interesting because I was on stage, and I was like, literally, that that moment is when I figured out that I'd never want to be in the crowd again. I want to be on stage because everyone was getting crushed, right? They were all getting crushed at the front and they were like dragging them over and bringing them under the stage. And I went downstairs and I looked and there was like 200 people laying down. They were all fucking battered up from getting squished up against the front because it was so packed, you know? And so, and so yeah. I was like, yeah, I like it up here. This is way better. <laughs> like This is like way better Clean watching. bathroom. Yeah, exactly. Nobody puked on the floor. That's well. That's the best part of going backstage at any show. It's it, people think it's like, oh man, they're gonna have this great type of uh, craft services, food, and everything. Fuck no. This they was actually like, this was actually shitty. one of the this was actually one of the most unique ones because b- backstage at Shea Stadium for that show, they used the pitching area, like the back, the inside pitching sort of t- area, and so like there was all this equipment in there, and it was the Clash, David Johansson. And the Who, right? And so I was there with the Clash, and all these English guys were like, you know, they play cricket, right? So they were like all holding the bat wrong, and like they grabbed all the equipment and they wanted to play. And I was like, you know, 13 years old. I was like <laughs> playing baseball at the time. I was like, oh, I'll show you guys how to play baseball. So we started. I was pitching them balls. They were hitting it, knocking over shit. It was like true, like a real backstage experience. So I was like, these guys are going nuts. So I was like, this is cool. Never again like that. Really. Never had that kind of experience again. But. <laughs> it was a proper proper um so so uh and as far as like uh i mean everything it's i mean one thing i love is that once people hear the word legal they just go fucking bananas right like people don't have there's no cool uh you know like i think people like us who have been around uh in a lot of legal situations you kind of like it's a it's not a, you know you, you know you know there's limitations and you also don't want to push it too hard you know you we already do so it's kind of like you you become almost more respectful as a, a long-time smoker because it's like you know you don't need to go gangbusters whereas i, I think people who are just getting into it they're like smoke here smoke here um, oh yeah, <laughs> it'll be yeah. interesting to see how it changes. With I mean, also with restaurants opening back up and the whole, I mean, this is like a what a boom for that industry in New York, right? Like the fact that people can now go outside and smoke a joint at a restaurant, probably go right back uh, in. <laughs> like the door opens up again. You can't smoke in the outside section. The outside rest, uh, sections of the restaurants. First of all, no, not outside. I'm saying like out, just where people like out front. Those Don't outside, be a buzzkill, Mateo. We're 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 dreaming. Here. Here. Come on. Listen, I'm letting you know the truth, bro. Listen, those oh. outside those outside uh, 
dining areas that you're referring to that in New York City are nothing short of indoor dining areas, bro. They're completely, <laughs> let me tell you, it's was fucking, my, today it's freezing. It's minus, it's, it's like below freezing today. Those things are nothing. They have doors, they're windows, they're sealed in. You can't smoke in those things. No, no, I'm no just way. saying like you can go outside and smoke. I'm like, I, know, I understand you can't smoke. We're watching that. We know it's cold. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking cold. Dude, what are you doing outside? You freezing? Jesus. <laughs> he's always outside. He's he's always outside when we do shows. He's a You're making the most of that sunset out there. I'm telling you. I'm, what. I'm, I'm, I'm right inside. I'm Hold right on. on the other side of the park from you. <laughs> you are. Yeah, I'm in Windsor Terrace. Look outside and wave. <laughs> oh, I got her out of work. <laughs> But yeah, it's that time. So, how's, how's, so this is so exciting. How's, how's the book going, Danny? Last time we had you on the show, it was a complete pandemonium. I think we barely got even any 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 info about what you've been up to with your book and how that's been rolling out. And it's give us, been great. Yeah. Uh, the podcast is great. <laughs> yourself. And he's on. Got my stickers. Here. No, it's upside down. It was upside down. <laughs> That's all right. And then uh, I got my magazine too. Yeah, how's that I'm Northeast going? It. How's that going? It's awesome. This is the, our newest glass issue with Mothership glass on the cover. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's been going great. Yeah, we've been enjoying. Uh, you know, now that these laws are changing too, I think we're. we're got, oh, definitely. We're definitely super relevant. Um, and it's great because it's like. You're not pigeonholed to a single state or to a you know single uh, thing like here in Denver. If you look, it's you know it's you got Denver, Colorado Springs, a couple cities, and that's it. You know you're pretty much done. But if you're in the whole, I mean, New England is blowing up. Every every state is kind of coming online. Connecticut's going to be next. That'll be just that's just like just on the that's that's bubbling right. So that'll be the next one, and then. That oh, whole Northeast, yeah. I think it's the pretty much. Region. I think it's pretty much sealed. I mean, what's left really? Is there anything left? I think not much. Well, <laughs> Texas. No, no. I'm saying oh, I'm talking Northeast. Oh, I'm just talking Northeast. Yeah, it ain't over, <laughs> but it's. it's good. Uh, but it all those states. Over. I mean, all those states are are the like just coming back from Oklahoma the other day and seeing how it's changed that whole landscape, um, and the amount of. I mean, there's like. There was points where every three miles there'd be a dispensary, but you'd be out in those sticks. I mean, you're in the woods, and it's like just a steel building, maybe 15 foot by 12 foot or something. You know, that's it, boom, dispensary. I'm like, these guys have ones everywhere, you know, and and yeah. restaurants like connected by a single door, you know, and then they just like, yep, you can buy your weed here, go over there and have a hamburger, and I'm like. Okay, this is kind of this is interesting. You know what I mean? You had like a hamburger? No, I did not, but I'm saying it's out Dango. there. Uh, you listening to this? He said, I think he was having a hamburger. He said, You could have a hamburger. I'm just saying, I, it wasn't open at the time. I was like, Oh, that's cool. But uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's those kind of states. I don't think you're going to get as much pushback as you think. Uh, you know, like the weird ones are like, What is Idaho? Yeah. Uh, there's ones that'll never go. Like Utah. Utah, Idaho. Well, no, I don't know. Didn't Utah? No, Utah's no, Utah going to be fine. Utah's okay. Yeah. Utah, yeah, Utah's fine. No, it's it's Idaho and um, North Dakota, right? Isn't that pretty much it? And there's like Alabama. Two... Alabama. Emma. I thought they have a medical program yeah. though, don't they? Like Kentucky? Oh, Kentucky has a medical Kentucky. program. 
Yeah. 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 They're medical. I mean, it's, so I mean, pretty much it's like places you think are, you know, not going to do it or I've already pretty much done it. And it's, and again, like you're probably right within a year's time, it'll be so close. If it hasn't happened yet, it's going to be in the books and ready to go. And yeah, but what do you do if like, tra if there's no like understanding or equivalency on transportation for interstate commerce? So in New York, you can have three right. ounces. You're driving, you want you're, you're going to Florida. And in Jersey, you can only have two ounces. So got to smoke a mean, you got to smoke an ounce. Ounce, right? They just have right. a little right. waiting, before like smoke here before you enter our state, so that you get your shit in check. Jersey Mike, right at the border of the Holland Tunnel. There's a Jersey Mike's there. You got to stop there, get a sub, smoke an ounce. Yeah. And then you can go into Jersey. Go in. It's like all those right at the beginning of legalization here in Colorado. All the at the airport they would have these little green boxes and they would say you know dispose Damn of your illegal products before you fly i'm thinking about oh flying. i remember that yeah, yeah i want to yeah. see the guy that opens that box up <laughs> holy like, fuck no, the last one of those bad. i saw was at the at the customs dock of indonesia and they had a picture where it said drug smugglers will be punished by death yeah, and yeah. A picture of a smith and wesson 357 magnum and then a little drop box to the garbage can. I was like, what? Make sure I got that. <laughs> see, that's, see, that's one where you probably would want to use it if that's possible. That's a gun, These plans. Yeah. Uh, Mateo, might I suggest in situations like that, you have a complete separate luggage, clothing, everything. That is, that you do not want to wake up in some Sri Lankan prison when you realize that you just had a gram of hash in your yeah. pocket. And the crime there is we cut your hands off. You know, oh, yeah, we're gonna let you go I, back that, home. We're it. gonna I mean, stay here. That something similar to that happened to uh, to Groove to writer. a DJ. Groove he writer. got caught. He got caught uh, in, uh, in Dubai. Groove Dubai, Rider, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He had hash in his shoe, like on his on the bottom of his. No, it was, like, it was in between the records. It was actually in between the records. Really teeny little piece. No, it was a tiny thing in between the records. It was like. Uh, fell down between but, his record shit. So, yeah. yeah, that was <laughs> Groove Rider. But he, he got in a lot of trouble for that shit, man. Did he really? Yeah, he got sent oh, yeah. twenty years in prison, and then he got out. Like, he got out like within six months. Yeah. The kid's father was a was a dignitary, and he went to the Shex and he got him, got him a pardon, and got him out. But he was sentenced to twenty years. Yeah, the queen had to, was, the queen had to step in or I something like that. It was I one was of those on deals. Listen, there's guys, there's guys in Japan, there's guys, there's American guys in Japanese <clears throat> prison right now that got caught with, you know, six ounces, eight ounces, yeah. trying to cross the border into Japan, and they just got, they got, you know, they got sent. That's it. They got locked up. It happens. Well, now we have to use our leverage, being that we're coming back into the international community, to educate countries like Japan onto the proper yeah. way to enforce. Japan knows. Listen, Japan is, listen, Japan is hypocrites when it comes to cannabis because in Tokyo, if you get caught with cannabis, you are in a shitload of trouble, my friend. If you are in, like, out the beach, like down in uh, Kamakura, cannabis is everywhere. People smoke all over the place. It's no big deal. Yeah, you, in you're the fine city, smoking in Colorado. You just can't go to Alabama. So, they, right, so, so they're just as hypocritic, hypocritical with their shit as we are. Yeah, and, you know? and the, but the Japanese are no joke with their prisons too. You definitely do not want to go to a Japanese prison because it's like oh, it's no like they don't let you have any idle time. They're like, no, no, you cannot just sit there in your cell and fucking jerk off all day. Come on now, this is a real jail. Oh, you need to get to work. You. I mean, you know, American jails are like dangerous and horrible, but 
they don't make you do anything hardly. Maybe they might put you in something, but over there they make everybody work like all the time. Yeah, like it's like and, labor. and do stupid I shit. I got arrested in Tokyo. I know you did. You remember I called. I think I might have called you like the next day or two days later. I remember. But like. Yeah, getting being like, dumb, doing dumb shit. Yeah, I was just being dumb. I was just being a fucking idiot, and um, and my idiot ass got caught with a spray paint can making spray paint on a city property. Oh, you know, oh, very, very they were not bad. happy. Not happy with me at all. And no. I, I remember, man, I remember being being sitting in the interview room, and the guy that I worked for walked in with a fucking pee. He walked in with his dog. This shit was like out of a movie. He had his pit bull dog with him. Walked in and he comes up to me and he's like, "Yo, you crazy, mate? Crazy? He goes, Dude, you, you have you have drugs on you?" And I said, "No." And he goes, "Okay, no problem." He goes, "You sure?" I said, "Yeah." I was like, "Again?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I'm sure." He goes, "Okay, no problem. We no strip problem. you now. If you have drugs, yeah, because if you have like they 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 treat any drugs over there." Like one thing, it's all like heroin to them. It's yeah. all the worst possible, like kill your whole family. And they don't understand. They don't discern the difference between marijuana as a as and meth. You know, yeah, and meth exactly. To them, there's no difference. Which is crazy too, because it's very much ingrained into the culture from a long time ago, and it kind of got lost in the in thing. But I mean, it was very well, much. I think- I think the culture understands the difference. I just think the policymakers and the lawmakers refuse to, for some reason, to adopt to what the culture sees. Well, they have almost like an orthodox approach to everything. It's very extreme. It's like very, you know, it's not like there's very much gray area or middle ground or there's it's just this or this and if you fucking do that you're fucked you know that that's why this this is how it's but that's but again that goes back to i was i got more high ever when i was in tokyo when my friend when I, i was i mean i hadn't smoked in a couple of days but i got paranoid like a motherfucker because i could i could read people's minds they were all talking about me and it was all like it was like one of those like i got on the subway and i was like oh my god i'm having an overload right now like i was like get me off of here (laughs) bing bang boom oh bing bang boom to the max so and i was i was literally higher than i've been in my almost my whole life and i think it was straight up because when my friend gave me the weed he goes oh yeah very careful right he goes get a lot of trouble right and then the weed was really good and it smelled a lot and it was stinky and i had nowhere to put it and i was like he told you to be careful oh no he did yeah he 100 percent oh geez but uh oh oh geez oh how did he how did he break through the defenses (laughs) how did he get in there oh wow i tried so hard you know, you know, Adam Dunn, you can't really escape doing a New York show without uh, <laughs> I, me coming on. I in. tried. I tried my hardest. You saw that. You saw how I. Can we? I can tried we to fill it up with as many guests two? as possible. I, I think Danny I and you to... have the same headphones, so there's something suspicious going on already. <laughs> I'm a little nervous. Well, they used to they used to date in college, so that's uh, it's important to get that out of the way. I had to uh, I had to sneak my way in by. Uh, Trying to tell Dave that I had a sponsor opportunity. Hey, I heard that. I had sponsorship opportunities. Uh, (laughs) I heard that was a very slick move. Yeah, that was kind of slick. How is everybody today? Coming to you from Marina del Rey, California. Ah, you see, so not New York. That's why. That's why (laughs) I didn't. That's why I didn't include you because you're you're you're, city of New York, bro. City of New York, right here. 
That's right. Uh, I brought the real ones in. Real ones. And a Jersey guy. And a Jersey guy. Even even Jersey's better. No. <laughs> we never Jersey used to distinguish. I'm from Jersey. I'm from Jersey. I got no, 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 I got nothing against Jersey. I'm from Jersey. Yeah. yeah. Best yeah. place in New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. It was all the city. You know, it, it didn't matter. Connecticut. Yeah. I don't know about that. I stay here. Yeah. yeah. Right there in 30 the minutes. The city, and then everything else is everything else. Yeah. 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 Kind of trying to think about the right time to jump in, and uh, I was in. This uh, wasn't Tokyo. the right time. Yeah. Tokyo uh, in 2003 and actually did have a weed story in Japan and another one in Indonesia. What, two stories you think you're going to get? Two stories. No, you know, no, no, no. One you good one. one. How about one good one? Out. One good one. Yes. Pick <laughs> one. Uh, first time I smoked weed in Japan was uh, on tour with Lettuce and uh, we were recording the live. In Otherwise Tokyo known album. as Rettus. Otherwise known as. I'm the worst. I'm the worst. But if you're on tour with them, it's going to be rough. It's like, you got to, you know, come on. Could have picked it easier. First night, first night we, we were doing like uh, six nights at the Blue Note. First night we smoked weed at backstage. And like the promoters, you know, like they really treat the artists like royalty over there. So they first come up and they're like, sir, please uh, maybe uh, no smoking, you know? And then the next night we went back and we were like, all right, we just like hit out in the stairwell. It just permeated the whole club. Next night they were like, uh, sir, maybe uh, outside. We go outside the third night. They're like, sir, uh, maybe down the block. So like after like three nights, they were, we were basically were, uh, never got busted by the police, but definitely did bring an ounce of sour diesel into uh, Tokyo. That's the- uh, Ooh. Hey. Uh, which sour diesel? Oh, yeah, yeah. Which Fino, bro? <laughs> well, where did it come from? You, yeah, where'd you, you get? Where'd you steal? Oh yeah, you, did show? you steal that? You really did? <laughs> you wanted to go there? You're gonna get destroyed now, Pinsky. I know. I know. Oh, I mean, look at him. They'd be like, "Where did you get <laughs> that? Shit. And where did you, where'd get, you get that sour? Cut? Where'd you get that? Where did you get yeah. that? Where'd so, you get it? Was there any so windows being this, broken this into? This one, this one actually came from the bro. So judging oh, if it was, no. it was in 2003, it would have been actually, this was when the bro was like kind of broed out. So we got it from the bro's brother, the bro's bro. The bro, bro? And you got it from bro, bro. bro. You got it from bro, bro. Oh, okay. Well, that's, oh, yeah, yeah, well, there yeah. you go. Yeah. And, uh, and we had our own, this one came from our own room actually back in the day in Williamsburg. So, uh huh. Had to go there. You had to go there. The one thing you're not supposed to ever say on this show is sour diesel. Oh, you cause, you cause, it causes... It I causes thought I was the one thing you're never supposed to say on this show. What that, you you're the other than... Yeah, he, he's... Bad and sour diesel. You're 100... Yeah, see, notice how they all just sort of fit in the same category. I'm still rocking account number 420 at Peter Luger's. Don't forget it. And, uh, yeah. I know you guys have a stacked show, so I don't want to do a full takeover. Oh, but I no, no, that's okay. Oh, you want to use that as my one story? Oh, salute. Wait, Indonesia. Nice. Uh, Peace. Peace out. Peace out, See, y'all. Pinsky, you made See, Pinsky, you're, everyone's leaving because <laughs> of you already. Ugh. Now Danko's got to oh. catch a train. Oh, Danko's like, no. I got to go. Rick's, Pinsky's Rick's here. Got, I'm out. Hear, Rick's got right. something hear, going on. I want to hear Pinsky's Indonesia story. All right. Tell uh, us. <laughs> so this well, wait, 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 wait. Before you, why don't you wait and tell it on Danko's show next week? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, because everybody's gonna be on that show next week. So Danko's got Mateo. He's got fucking. He's got a whole list. 
<laughs> that's how we do it every time every show we do we know it's coming to you coming it to is, you soon coming to the day it's coming to the danko there, show soon there is a sign <laughs> in the airport in bali that says um you know uh, death penalty and whatnot for for that one i had just had spine surgery and i was probably on a high dose of oxycontin at the time if you remember uh so it'll be seven seven years opiate free in uh, october but back in 2000 whatever kind of faded memory but uh, i had just had surgery so i um there's a couple ways to get weed into indonesia so i've heard uh, one is go in a wheelchair uh if you do the wheelchair entry and you're injured that helps second if you're staying at the four seasons they've got like a vip celebrity check-in you could just pay the airport like an extra 100 bucks per ticket so we had like a full handicapped ex -es uh, escort situation and we just rolled right in and uh and yeah there's uh there's definitely a science to uh traveling with weed you can ask uh dave charnick about that i'm sure he's an expert. nothing about that yeah, yeah. Know what you're <laughs> well, but, who invited uh, him to this show? <laughs> Christ! He's here trying to give smuggling tips on the show. Smuggling tips with Pinsky. Okay, no, no, so anyway, so that was it. You were in a wheelchair and you had the state of the state four seasons and you got it in. I went into, I was in a wheelchair and I got weed into Indonesia. Did yeah, you keister it? Did you keister it? Yeah, that's what I was going to ask. So there's a, there's a, there's a, do you, you guys and know about how the much was there? The what? Yeah, yeah really. The Nissel. Is this okay. another spot in your body that you you hide? It's the, it's you got this whole jar up new, there, right? Is this a new, a new crevice you found? A new crevice in there in your human body that you've located? There's a, there's, there, there, there's a way there's a way to to, to go non cavity but still discreet. Um, so you could look that one up. I believe uh, Mr. Cusick is an expert on that one. Ah, but you know. Um, you know. <laughs> But uh, yeah, uh, I wondered now, uh, can I get on a plane from LA and arrive in New York and how much weed can I carry? Why don't you say that out loud on a, a national or a global cannabis it's, podcast? It's a question. It's a question. I'm wondering. need to see what happens. I'm, I'm mean, wondering. Well, if you, you could leave If you have a medical card. If you have a medical card. If you have your medical card in New York. with an ounce. I mean, like, you know, so I think you, I think it's not okay still, but Maybe. I don't know. No, Why don't you try it out? Why don't you try it out for us? Let us know how it and goes. And tell us how it goes. Pinsky. And give us a, give us a, we'll get a postcard. Hey, Pinsky, before you came from on, Rikers. I asked everybody, where was, the most, where was the most inappropriate place you ever got high? I think I know the answer for you. You and I got high in a very inappropriate place one time. Where was it? Uh, well, that would be on the 50-yard line of the Super Bowl, my friend. Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, yeah, amazing. <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that's inappropriate, but it was... Uh, it was the it guy was... behind us thought it was inappropriate. He yelled, this ain't Colorado. <laughs> it was Denver. It was, uh, <laughs> it was Colorado versus Seattle. You oh, you've got to smoke a joint at that. Had just legalized There's weed. They're I mean, both, yeah. yeah, but they're both legal places. They're both freaking, yeah, come on now. They're both, that was, oh, that's when uh, they both went, they both went wrecked that time at the same moment too, right? So yeah, you got to. Yeah, that was like the, that was the Bud Bowl, like the actual Bud Bowl. Yeah, that was yeah. a terrible game. <laughs> Ter terrible game. Yeah, yeah so, well, Pinsky uh, was there, so there you go. That, that made it even worse. It was like. Extra I bad. think we. I, I, I think it was my actual first football game that I had been to. Well, was right. and you had passes. The only football on the game. Field. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. It was it your was first football game was at this. So you're trying to make this sound like sad, like a sad story, or is that? No, no, no. Are no, no, <laughs> no, no, <laughs> feeling just, sorry for you now? Poor guy. I spend more of my time playing World of Warcraft than I do. Uh, one yeah, that that we can tell. That we can tell. Yeah. 
<laughs> and so I wrote, a, I wrote a story and I put it on uh, drug test news, which was uh, it was called What the Fuck Am I Doing Here? It was about me at the Super Bowl in 2014. That's awesome. Because I couldn't figure out why I was there. Because everybody I know, including Danko and guys like that, died to be at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I, I swear to God, when I, the day I went, I didn't even know who was playing. Well, you know what it was? It was uh, that yeah, was back in the day when, like, all the guys with the money were trying to court all the weed guys. Right. And, you know what I mean? It was like one of those, oh, we want to, we want to buy your Colorado dispensary. Let me take you to the Super Bowl. Show right. That's know. why I was there. That was yeah, the yeah. That was. <laughs> And and then back in 2014, you and I were like, you know, it's like uh, that, not there wasn't actually much going on publicly in New York. If I remember. Correctly. No, not at all. Not at all. New York. No, that, that that's one of the reasons nothing ever happened in New York like it did because there's no culture here. Nobody gets together and gets high. There's like little compartments, you know, and we're not aware of each other. At least that's true in New York City. I remember in uh, 2013 going up to. Uh, Albany and then also to like upstate to Buffalo actually yeah first legislative hearings with compassionate care New York and like you got a bunch of sick like children with you know Dravet syndrome and then you got a bunch of then you got a bunch of old ladies and you got a bunch of policy nerds and then you got me and I'm like fucking rocking dabs I remember you going there I remember that yeah yeah and 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 it was it was really an interesting experience to like kind of you know, bring the real deal to the. See, so you uh, delayed everything by you. You pretty much slowed the whole process down. They all looked over at you and were like, "Well, do we want to end up like this?" And they were like, "Now, nah, let's fucking push this no, to the back burner." I, 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 I was incognito. I cleaned up well. I wore a suit, like the whole thing, man. I was not. I was not Pinsky glasses, though. That's why I remember. No, this is pre. This is pre Pinsky's glasses. Follow Pinsky's glasses on Instagram. When you talk um, about yourself in the third person, it's just so late. I mean, it is so late. It is the, it is the lowest point, yeah. the lowest part of self-promotion, man. You really. We oh. know you have glasses. They're your brand. But oh. it just, it's a person. Hang on a second. All right. Oh, okay. oh, there we go. Okay. That looks good. Well, you got new glasses on? Better ones? Yeah, well, I always roll with three pair. You know, I had to change the my perspective on uh, things just now. This is like not. two prescriptions ago, but the right, like, kind of shading. So, like, you know, everything's getting a little blurrier as we... Uh, as we go, I'm going to switch back to my business. Me too. You better yeah. switch back to him because the words <laughs> giant douche are coming. <laughs> We're just flashing it across the screen. You can't see, you can't read it. Don't worry. You can't see it. <laughs> well, oh yeah, there you go. What is your world of Warcraft handle? Is it giant pot smoking douche? It's actually, so, so it's actually a, a, a thunderfuck. It was it's supposed to be thunderfuck. But the uh, terms of service, yeah. Well, no, I, I, they they wouldn't allow me to uh, to say fuck in my name. So these days I just go by Thunder. Uh, Thunder Wanna. Yeah, bro. You can't listen. Even if you had my password, you wouldn't even know what the fuck to do, bro. Let's get real. <laughs> Someone listening to the show will take all your swords and weapons and whatever it is that you fucking have there. Just so you know, it actually takes some serious like dedication and skill to be at max level playing Warcraft. And you know, I'm sure you have oh, at least yeah. one one listener who could relate. You know, I'm gonna, I mean? I'm gonna, I'm, I should unleash my nine year old on you and just have him watch him destroy you and be like, yes, yes, please. His his only please. job is your job, son, is to learn World of Warcraft and destroy this one man. <laughs> just, he'll be he'll just be there all the time. He'll be like, no. Adam's oh, kid is after because oh. he already I knows. Could... The funny thing is, he's made like he's really good at making little memes and shit now too, right? And he's, but he goes through my phone 
and he he thinks he's fucking with me when he puts your photo as like my screensaver and shit like that. So like he's <laughs> he's actually been working your side for too long. So I need to get him to go against you. But sometimes I'll, I'll come is home. This the, I'll come home and I'll be like, why is there a picture of Pinsky from like back in the day when you when you know it's like one of my original ones. And he's like, he, 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 he. I'm like, I oh, grabbed, you I little shit. I grabbed Adam's phone once at, at, at one of Sid's parties at uh, Hudson Terrace. And uh, literally, this dude's got a section. Uh, he's got a folder in his. I mean, like, mm-hmm. if you think you've seen every meme, just know that it's like cockroaches. You know, for every one that you see, you know that there's 10,000 more yeah. in the wall. Yeah. That's Adam. <laughs> like, yeah. He's like the cockroach. He's like the cockroach of oh, memes. Yeah. And they're only of you. That's the, the best website. part. Pinsky's my bitch.com. Pinsky's my bitch.com. Put it up. Put it up. Put it up on there. Pinsky's my bitch. Yeah. Put it on the It's real. It's real. You should put it on your big screen right now. I will not allow you to promote that on my show. Oh, I noticed your. I noticed. I noticed that Pinsky's skin has gotten way thinner these days because I'll put something up and it'll be like gone in 30 seconds. I'll be like, wow, that didn't last. That didn't last. I'm trying to be a professional in this unprofessional space. Here, right? So, uh, <laughs> not with me no, around. No, please my keep them coming. Please keep them coming. You know, I'm your number one fan. You know, I know, I've just I know, been... I know. My, 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 my CC's always like, You really gonna do that? I'm like, Fuck yeah, of course I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> and he's gonna love it. You watch, oh, and he'll, I hope you're the first yeah, guy yeah. who likes it. I'll be like, God damn it, especially if it's quick. <laughs> Especially if I can do it within like 30 seconds of you posting the original one, I'll be like, "Quick, I gotta go!" And I just saw him do it. That's, that's when how I. I know, that's, that's how I know I still I still run your whole life, Adam Dunn. There it's it is. Like, oh, there look it at is. this! There it is. <laughs> 3 a.m. in the morning, man. Sometimes I'll post some shit, and by 3:01, you've got me. You know what I mean? So it's like 3 a.m. He hasn't gone to bed yet. Are you kidding me? He's no. Wait, I'm waiting for like you every, all every night. Oh, that's a good one right there. <laughs> that was a good one. The old browsers. The old. It. Uh, put it up on the YouTube, Mark. I mean, put it up in your spot, Mark, so we can see it live bro- with you. Everything's broken right oh, now. Okay. I can't do anything. Don't even think. Don't even think you're gonna get to see that. Guys. <laughs> Looking at the feed here. <laughs> you guys are. And, and this is all evolution because I was really like, you know, I was just like, there's a real rough one. That's a rough one. See, I didn't know, I didn't know what I was doing back then. I was just slapping shit together. You definitely get better. Oh, I got better over time. Yeah, look, you're a big giant bagel douche. Uh, look, he stole your thunder, Dave. He you stole your thunder. That yeah. is a tough one. Uh, that was for the roast. You see, I had the roast there. Speaking of, that's that, that, that was your child. That was your childhood photos. I love when you put your childhood photos up because those are the ones <laughs> I love to tear up the best. Those are. Those wasn't are. wasn't that the last significant thing you did in New York was roasting me? Last me significant thing I ever did in my life, actually. <laughs> that's the last. That was the last was most. Adam, was that the only thing you ever did in New York? Was fucking yeah. with me officially? <laughs> officially, Adam, yes. Adam, officially. Adam, have you seen the video of Jason at like the '94 Cup or? Whatever it is, like oh, he's got video. I from did see flying it. Flying over, Ladies like on the gentlemen. plane. Oh, uh, so that, that, that's incredible. still in the archives. You're, you're, you're probably. It's incredible. Seen it, yeah, but, but uh, there is, there is, is a world or phone sideways. The world has to see that stuff, Jason. <laughs> the world must. Anyway, see that go to that stuff. site. What are you, what are you holding back for? Uh, you know, I, I, I'm 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 peppering the uh, the media campaign. You know, you gotta, okay. you gotta do a drip campaign, as they say. Right. You know, well, drip drip a little more. Oh I God, see. that one! I just looked at the screen. <laughs> oh, he heard us. He recalled his name. He had his hat on. Nobody knew who he was. He's like, who is that guy? Who is that hatted man? I haven't seen all of these, man. All of these are. <laughs> 
<laughs> Gentlemen, uh, I got to dip out and have some dinner, but... Uh, All right, say hi to Sid before you go. Come on, say hi to yeah, Sid. Hey, hey, how are you? Say what Sid up? Here? Sid's here. He just joined us. What's up? What's up, guys? What's up? Big weeps. Big weeps. Yeah, huge, huge. Dude, smoking huge. section at Il Pastillo. I mean, uh, at uh, Papardello. There you go, yeah. <laughs> right you outside. a lot more outdoor seats now, Dave. Yes. Yes! That's it. Everyone's well, moving man, home. Yeah. You can move home now, Dave. See? I don't know about moving home, but, you know, you, yeah, fuck, I'm, I'm Fauci-ouchie number two. I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get on a fucking plane. Let's you get know? the man back together. Yeah. Fuck. I need a yeah. I need a I need a podcast studio in New York. You guys. Yeah. <laughs> I think we had a couple of those what for you, buddy. What the fuck, Mango? <laughs> what the fuck? Check it out. No, now's the, the time. You I thought yeah. you had to go. I do. I do have to go. But, yeah, you uh, want more your wife's calling. Your wife's calling. Happy, I can hear. Happy happy New York uh, legalization, you guys. Thank you. I love you. Take Be care. Hope to see all you guys sometime very soon, and uh, congrats to New York. That's Keep it. it lit. Good to see you, Danny. Danny does not look Bye, high at all right now. Danny does not look like he's super baked <laughs> at all right now. I want to know what weed that guy had. Did you see how he got progressively higher and higher? Higher and higher. It's like, all right, guys. Uh, I gotta go. Sid, turn your phone sideways so we can fucking see you. Yes, yeah, that's, really yeah. that's how it works. That's how. Yeah. Well, look at that! It's like full screen now. Yeah, you're such a big presence. It needs to be sideways. Yeah. <laughs> and do hold your hand right in front, of the, in front of the camera. That's perfect. Is that your foot? It's a, I think that's his foot. Is that your foot? <laughs> wow, you were chill. I thought you were adjusting the camera the whole time. I was like, he's yeah. just, just hanging in there. I'm not a pro at this, guys. No, no, that's okay though. There's the foot again. The foot, the foot's back. Is that the foot or is that the, the hand? Back. The, the foot, foot is back. In appearance. Foot he's is using back. the foot. Oh, he's using the foot to adjust it. I see what's going on here. Uh, <laughs> I had the wrong foot out. Yeah. Don't you have a team of people that wait on you now that you're just like a CEO of the hugest California conglomerate of cannabis production? I can't, I can't take credit for that, boys. I've been busy in Oregon the last couple of months. But we're ready to come back home, that's for sure. Notice the big foot, and he's in Oregon. So he's got, like, kind of, he's trying to live the part. He, just, oh, run around. Drugs are legal. he can just he run around in the woods and right be like, now, right? oh, there was this, like, reverse Bigfoot out there. He had no hair on his body. He's just kind of running around. <laughs> <laughs> the opposite all you guys, for sure. Listen, I love you on American Gods, brother. I really do. I, <laughs> I really dig you. You, the way you play Shadow Moon is fucking right out of the park, man. <laughs> I had no idea that was you the whole first season. So, uh, so Sid, you're gonna you're gonna be uh, doing bringing bringing Pistol Point to New York now? I would assume is that gonna be? I hope so. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, we've been working out here for years now, developed a number of great strains, made a lot of great friends. Um, ready to bring our talents home, man. Right. Yeah, you know, we we came here for a reason. No, it's perfect. Um, and actually, and it's it's actually if you think about it, like just the amount of uh, uh, experience that you've had in the time frame that you've had it is kind of perfect because so many people are going to come to this with tons of money and zero experience, and they're going to hire people who so you know have experience but not in New York running a thing in New York at all, like coming from like you know Colorado, they're expert or whatever, and they're not going to understand how the market 
works in New York and how and how to deal with fucking you know the zoning and fucking bullshit like that. It's gonna be like a night. Okay. I, I can imagine that. We learned a lot out here. We learned a lot out there. It's time to to bring the band back together the way that I've been saying is that foot again. And um, and yeah, man, we're ready. We're excited about this. It was a huge, huge week, and you know, to, to 2021. I see Fab. Is that Fab Five Freddy just joining us, sneaking in? Nice. Yo, Fab, what's happening? Hey, how you doing? Steve's been talking a lot about you, so I'm happy to be here for a little bit. Hi, sure. How, how you guys doing? We're good. We're good. We're all just uh, celebrating uh, New York. Uh, yeah, it's more, yeah, it's, it's a where big, I'm. It's a, I'm sorry, you do. No, I just said that's where I'm from originally too. So it's always nice to see that that New York's fucking finally back to getting smart again. Yeah, after so many that's years. That's what I was going to ask. Um, where are you located, by the way? Where are you broadcasting from? Where podcasting? We're in Denver. We're in Denver. Uh, oh, nice. So, uh, I, but I've been out here about ten years. I was in Amsterdam for twenty before that. Wow. Uh, so I kind of been following. I've just been riding the, the cannabis wave, and so now I can actually come back to New York. I can ride the Smart, wave and yes. just kind of coast it back into home, coast it back home, full circle. Yeah. I'm excited. Sid's planning. Sid was a big part of my film. Grass is greener. If for those of you who don't know, he was the the kind of growing business cannabis expert, person of color that we featured, and we become good friends. And um, so I'm really happy to see the changes in New York. Uh, Cassandra Frederic, who was featured in my film, she was the New York director of Drug Policy Alliance. She then, soon after the film dropped, became the head of it all. She's and a gangster, man. I love Cassandra. Very gangster. In fact, somebody described her as the sister soldier of the cannabis business. And she was, I learned after, you know, getting to know her and after interviewing her that she was the number one lobbyist up in Albany for the progressive bill that we now have. So oh, yeah, since since 2013, man, even the medical bill first, Cassandra and I were up there testifying. Oh, so you know, okay, oh, yeah. Of course, so, of course. Look at you, I'm impressed. So Crystal, what happened was I live here in Harlem and my local representative, Al Taylor, is a friend of a friend. He had heard about the film. He came by with his wife and Crystal People Stokes, the majority speaker that authored that bill. 2013, since 2013. She was in tears watching the film, as was Al Taylor's wife. A week later, she invited me and Branson to Albany to screen the film for other legislators. And they all were like, this is a tool that we've needed. It focuses the narrative on what we've been fighting for with this bill. And I was like, Jesus, I had no idea. Bro, what you did was so, let me just refresh your memory. I was with you at the Netflix premiere in LA. Oh, wow. I got it. We, we get, you, you got a nice photo with me, okay? Okay, cool. Oh, I don't know about you know that. What? I don't know about that. And, and, and <laughs> you would me, say that. Let, let, me tell you, let me tell you this. What you did, bro, was telling the history of weed through the lens of music, mm-hmm. and it was fucking fantastic. Thank oh, you. Man. Thank yeah, you man. Very, very, very Thank much, you. man. It was, it was a hunch. I mean, I grew up, I mean, it's a little snapshot of the world I grew up in, my dad, the family, the, you know, the smart guys I was around and, you know, learned about that jazz thing when I was a teenager. And then I realized, wait a minute, I put a lot of these hip hop guys on blast in the beginning, Snoop, Cypress. I said, what a cool way to tell a story with America's music. And so it was a, it was a blessing that it got done. And I, and I tell you, there's a 420 connection to this movie that I have to share with you guys. I'm sure you'll appreciate. So 420, 2017, 
after develop, pitching the idea to different networks, me and the producer were in LA. We were like, let's set up a pitch meeting on 420. And one of those meetings, not the Netflix one, but a Showtime meeting was at 420 on the, on the clock PM on 420. Um, a few weeks later, we heard that Netflix wanted to make, make this film with us. We got rolling, started shooting. For 20, 2018, we were already editing. And I was like, wow. And then Netflix had the great idea to release the film for 20, 2019. Yeah, that's so, kind of special. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, and I yeah. had no idea Sid was in the show. And as I'm sitting there watching it oh. with my kids. Same with me, know, man. And all of a sudden, there he is. I'm there like, is. holy shit! There <laughs> And I'm going through my phone. I'm like, here's one photo of us. Here's another photo of us. Here's another photo of us. I know a guy on Netflix. I know Netflix. That was a good look. You know, I learned so much from Sid. about. I knew nothing about growing anything cannabis. I brought up a really close friend of mine, a guy by the name of Ron, who was a legacy guy up and down California. He'd been in the game. I brought him with me when I first visited Sid because I didn't know nothing. He was... he. He tapped me on the show that Sid was taking off, taking us on a tour of Pistol Point. He was like, yo, this guy knows his shit. I was like, great. He'll be in the movie. And then also what was a great thing was this local guy named Johnny Green from Portland, a local cannabis activist who would hit me with all kind of history, info, activist stuff that I really wasn't aware of. And I put my team to dig in. But Johnny Green also was very close with a former NBA player, Cliff Robinson, Uncle Cliffy, who was tortured by the NBA for getting fined small amounts of weed. They printed up like this guy had had a kilo of heroin on him, the way they would portray it. So they really Turned vilified on babies him. basketball. Yeah, and they really vilified him. And just before he passed away, sadly, last fall, Johnny Green, who's a relentless guy, got the mayor of Portland to apologize to him, like a public official apology, because, you know, in a state where it's not legal, this guy was tortured. So that was a pretty, all those things were so special for me. First time I met him, he thought I was a cop. Yes, yes. No, he thought I was a cop. He saw us drive up on in a building that we were looking at, and it happened to be adjacent to his building. And he's like, who are these four fucking guys in suits and ties? He's looking down at us. I thought he had binoculars on him for a second. And I'm like, guys, we might get shot. I'm like, Just wait a second. Hold on a second. Let me do my thing. And I got out of the car, and I went, hello. How you doing, man? We're moving into the building next door. Are you having your friends with Jason Pinsky of all people, Dave? Well, I didn't know him back then. The Pinsky Triangle. <laughs> I, I did not know him until I introduced myself to him at a, at a conference in Seattle. No, Dave Charnick is standing at the top of the stairs in Seattle handing out business cards literally to every single person. Hey, I'm Dave. What do you do? Hey, I'm Dave. <laughs> hey, I'm Dave. What do you do? It was actually classic. And then it was, but we, but we became friends. I think we told the stories before in an airport um, waiting for waiting wine for a flight. Cheese. We had some wine and cheese and exchanged Grateful Dead stories ah. back in the day. <laughs> Yo, man, um, Adam Dunn thought I was a cop also at one point. It's the shoes, dude. I, I always look at people's shoes, and I was like, those are cop shoes right there. That guy's wearing total cop shoes. And everybody was like, yeah, I totally agree. And so everyone was paranoid. And you wanted to rent a locker at my place. And I was like, okay, this guy wants to rent a lot because I had a little rent locker thing that I, would, uh, I was talking about. it. I said, yeah, we should rent them out. And we can, you know, people can leave their rigs there, and they don't have to travel with them. And he's like, 
I would like to rent a locker. I was like, all right, this guy's a cop. This is a total <laughs> cop move right here. You know what I mean? Status, bro. If you had a locker at Hood Lab back in the day, dude, that was status. Yeah, there was two. There was two. So you had to, yeah, you, one of two at that point. So. Sid, I, I, had the same, fine cigar bar. I had the same problem, Sid, in Denver as you did in Portland. Like, we just rolled in way too hard, way too New York. And, like, everyone in Denver was just like, what the <laughs> fuck? Who are these guys? Yeah, yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah, I know. But you know, it's uh, it's interesting to bring it back. Sid, tell us about your first experience in weed. Tell us about your first. Look at, you, Look at what do you think this is? The Pinsky show now? Jesus. Tell us about your first weeding and meat, Sid. In, uh, Jason, weed. how did you and I first uh, meet in Canvas? That's what you're saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. There was a breakfast um, the Cranes had, actually. If people are familiar with Cranes in New York, the trade publication. And uh, Pinsky and I were invited with like 100 lawyers and journalists and finance types where everyone's wearing a suit and the two of us rolling like in a hooded sweatshirts and kind of <laughs> kind of just bonded right there on the spot. Sid's uh, like, Sid's like, I'm thinking of starting there. You're like, oh, <laughs> the two dirt bags rolled in. They're like, hey, it's two dirt bags over here. I know you. Back then, I would wear restaurant too. Back then, I would wear suits, but I would like still rock the turp stash. So like, I would look the part, but I would smell the part also. You know what I'm saying? So like, <laughs> That's it, the turp stash. I the remember. Do you remember? Stash. Wait, wait. Speaking of turps, do you remember at, but, at um, like this, Terrace this, when this, those this, cops this. tried to arrest us? They they were <laughs> they're at Hudson Terrace. Pinsky pulled out one of these big jars. It was in a um, focus, focus. You know, it was a big oh, thing yeah. of weed. And these two, I mean, cops a hundred percent. They're out of the academy three weeks, and they are. And you can see their sergeant standing off to the side trying to watch what they're doing. And he was just like, man, this is great weed. I'd really like to buy some. And we're like, you can't buy any, but you're more than welcome to smoke with us. <laughs> no one is selling weed here, sir. This is a party <laughs> where you bring your own and you consume and enjoy. And I, I mean, right, Pinsky, at least four times. He was like, I no, I really want to buy some. I really am like, no. I'm not, the cool I'm not thing about those teams. jars was that they would light up so you could, like, hold them and then press the button and it would be like this angel, you know, like this halo. Really cool stuff. Is that Fourth those jars? That... Focus, focus. Magnifying. Is that those magnifying top? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we... Yeah. I saw those at Crystal Point. Those yeah, yeah. Cool. Perfect yeah, for cops. Use... Perfect for cops so they can actually see it from, like, extra detail. You know, just don't, want to, don't want him to not see anything, right? Just, here you go. The suspect lit up his cannabis in a <laughs> plastic jar, and it, and we were having trouble seeing it, so the discovery. showed us the magnification factor of that. <laughs> Did you see the... We were determined it was cannabis. It was 100% cannabis at that Did point. Did you see the police memo that went out on the 31st to all no. captains no. Saying, saying exactly what is uh, uh, legal and whatnot? It's a total trip, man. I'm looking said, forward to standing in front of a precinct and and blazing one. Yeah, uh, I wish you could do that too soon. Okay, I, I well, just, I'll get some advice does. on when I can really do it. But it would be I, I would I can't wait. Do you use Sid too? He's my counselor for New York. Anything New York related, I refer to Sid. You know, that's it. Oh, we lost. Did Sid. he disappear? He what happened to him? He's gone. Have you have uh, Fab? Have you had a chance to eat at a? Uh, at um his his restaurant at Papardella. Sid's restaurant? Yeah. You know, it's a, so my my classic story is Sid was inviting me numerous times and I just had never made it. So one night just before the pandemic and the whole shutdown happens, Sid invites me over to his apartment to Nick Game was on, have a smoke, 
Avatar, ordered up off the whole menu practically. So I got to at least taste the food, watch the Knicks. And if I'm not mistaken, with, within a week, it was all shut down. And I'm like, Sid, that was the last Nick game. That was the, the beginning of the, well, I don't want to say the end, but it was beginning of the pandemic mm-hmm. shutdown. So, yeah. Well, then this is the beginning of the beginning, right? I was just going to say that. There, there's, a, there's a future in us all. And I, I, that restaurant, oh, my goodness. I just... Even you could find something to eat there, Adam, that really? doesn't contain an animal in it. I'm sure. I'm sure. We want to take Adam to Peter Luger's, man. <laughs> He's a vegan, though. Yeah, you can get like the you can get like the bacon. It's perfect. Perfect. I'll be a vegan, vegan bacon, bro. Come on now. Come on, bro. <laughs> bro, bro. Come on, bro. Yeah, yeah. Bro, bro. <laughs> I'm sure I could figure something out. Um, we we have vegan broccoli at Fetisau. Actually, you come to my oh, place. Look at another self fucking promotion. You know just, what? Why am I this guy? This guy over here. Your part, buddy. And wow. with that, okay. I might have to call. The, uh, I may have to call in uh, Carlos to fucking straighten your ass out. So don't even <laughs> don't even go there because he's he's waiting in the wings and he would love to come pounce on you. So. Watch out there. We need to plan a remote in New York once all this Michigas is relaxed and everyone can travel freely and so really while we have every while we have every well no actually I'll just wait. I'll wait till Pinsky leaves and then I'll, I'll mention it. How's that? <laughs> uh, all right. Well uh, that is a uh, good a time as any. Enjoy the rest of your show. Congratulations to the state wait, of what was before you go, it's Pinsky's my That's right. Pinsky's my All all one my yes. No apostrophes, just one. Horrible. No apostrophes. Ruthless. Horrible. Ruthless. Ruthless. Love the glasses. Yeah. <laughs> all right, signing off. Peace out. All right. Um now that we have people that actually I would love to have on the show again, <laughs> we have, uh, we have, we're doing a 24-hour show on 420. What are you doing for 420? I'm sure everybody now is going to go nuts in New York. New York, New York 420 no, I, is going to be... Steve Bloom, yeah? I just want to say, Steve Bloom was on a clubhouse room, and he got a permit for something in the classic spot down at Union Square... But it's a very limited amount of people that they're gonna allow. Yeah. But I'm sure other people will come. I mean, you know. So this. So what? So what we're doing? What we're gonna do from here is uh, do a 24-hour show. So from 4:20 p.m. on uh, 4:20 till 4:20 p.m. on 4:21, we're gonna run for 24 hours stretch, checking people all over the world, seeing what they're doing at their 4:20. Definitely would love to get you guys all involved and stay on, you know, because I think it's a, I think New York's going to be interesting to see how that goes down for the first year. That's going to be one of those places that you want to be, you want to be a fly on the wall there. It's always fun when, because it's like the thing about coming online for any state is it's, it's very predictable how it all rolls out. Like, like it come like maybe not with the uh, fact that you have to wait two years possibly for the first dispensaries, but once there's dispensaries in, in place and people are able to go by and they walk out and they look at that receipt and they see how much they're paying in taxes, they start bitching like a motherfucker. Like this instantly goes from like happiness to sadness just because you're actually like for the first time ever in their life. They're getting a receipt, you know, because they've always had, you know, everybody's out there. Everyone's out there slanging weed, putting down huge amounts of money, right? No big deal because you don't actually see it. But when you see it and it's like, wait a minute, I'm paying what for who to what? It's I'm like, like, what in taxes? What the hell is that? And, and Holy like, shit. And I don't even know. I don't even want to know how New York's going to roll it out because, I mean, Cali's used to paying taxes. It's, they're going to be fine. Yeah, well, and that's the thing. The first receipt, you'll be happy because it's the first receipt. And then from that point on, it's like now the 
<laughs> now the bitching starts, right? You know, so it is. It is like it has happened in every state. It has happened quicker and quicker too, where it's like it used to be like yeah. it takes a month for them to start bitching. Now it's like the one next day, like twenty four hours, and they're already like, "I'll never go back to a dispensary again." But I mean, one yeah. the one thing that was awesome that I think. Uh, New York really got it right is the whole social equity program right out of the gate because here they're just talking about it right here. We're in Colorado. We're like on year nine or whatever. And it's like, we're, we're not, we're just getting around to it. You know, it's just coming into, into the, into the conversation and New York by doing that, I think is going to really put, put it in the right people's hands, hopefully right out of the gate. So we keep the flavor and it doesn't turn into just corporate, you know, like, things that don't make any sense because they're coming out of Colorado or they're coming out of California or they're coming out of Washington or something like that. It's, it's got to be a New York thing in New York. You know what I mean? Like that vibe, especially where you are in Harlem and stuff like that, those places can be so cool. Like, I mean, just the idea of like a jazz, a real jazz club now, you know what I mean? Like a, pr- a true jazz club that's actually like it used to be and not, you know, even though I'm, I'm sure they all did that what they did, but now to be able to be even bring it into the, into the yeah. into the formula you know it's it's awesome so it's like the i think also like my, my friends are opening a, a place in newport and i i mentioned to them and i was like dude i'd be i'd be like going off the whole jazz tip i think if i were you because i mean that's what people if you're gonna go for the you know go for the highest class possible in the stoner world which is that you know in my opinion as far as you know what i want to just say that in the research mm-hmm. about the jazz scene or maybe even before the um, Harry Anslinger, you know, made got it all illegal. There were these things that were known as tea pads, which yeah. literally were like the equivalent of speakeasies. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we were like, oh my God, there obviously was no kind of documentation, but we were thinking of an animated sequence that was going to capture what that probably looked like. Like a cool pad, brownstone, kind of like where I live, mm-hmm. people lounging. And then later when we got to go to the Happy Monkey, which was like that, I'm going, Oh my God, this is what I envision a like a tea pad to really have been. So yeah. now that that's gonna be on the on the agenda, I'm excited to see what yeah. those are gonna look We're like. We're gonna we have uh, Vlad's gonna join us later in the show too, so uh, from from Happy Monkey, because they had I had the same thing as a New Yorker going back, I think it was like what, two, three years ago when we, we first time went there and it was like, oh my god. This is fucking. Yeah. This is, and it's so simple, right? It's just a nice, comfortable place where you can get high and then chill out and listen to music and whatever. And it's like that's all we need, right? That's it. That's all we need. And they're like not even asking that much. We're like not bothering anybody. You go up an elevator. I explained it in the beginning of the show. You know, you go up that elevator and it just like opens the door. The doors open and you're like, "Are you fucking kidding me right now?" Because <laughs> this is so dope right now. I love it. They they're very classy guys. That added to a lot of that place too. They're yeah. really good guys. A lot of class. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, there literally was a precinct, if not on the same block, in the next block. And I remember going, wow, this is, uh, even though it was up in a building, and I think... Yeah, there's one there now. Because you're right. in the, I thought it was the exact same place. And it was, my, my daughter went there, and uh, it was in a penthouse. It was all the way up. Right? Right. But on 30-something Street, where... 38- 38th Street. Yeah, there was a precinct, maybe a block or so further west. Yep. Because um, I was like, wow, this is amazing. And I think that's maybe what brought that to an end. But when they return, it's going to be so significant. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think it's awesome that they, they managed to, you know, kind of 
stop properly without getting into any kind of major issues and they got to at least yes. you know kind of dodge that bullet and i think that's you know partially because of the well i think mostly because of the fact that they knew they knew about them for a long time but they also knew they weren't they weren't ripping people off and they weren't you know putting make it was no <laughs> wasn't guns there and there wasn't craziness there and it was yes. it was done it was done correctly and like i loved it because when i went there i was like I walked in and when I checked out the whole place, I told those guys, I said, you know, this is like better organized and better run than a lot of the dispensaries I've seen in, in Denver that are just like, you know, still writing things in paper. Not do These guys were doing everything proper. It was all like very clean and yeah, I, I love it. And I think New York's, that's, that's the coolest thing about New York always has been is that there's so much going on that you don't know, you know, and, and the ability now, how many empty places are, you know, businesses that are out of it, like have left and like, it's going to be, it's going to yes. be interesting to see how this cannabis twist, uh, you know, happens now because now people are going to want to get back together, smaller, you know, won't be as big, smaller groups. But when you start putting that creative tone into everything and you have like yeah. art, art openings with weed now comfortable and no, no stress, even though they, you know, again, it's not going to change for a lot of people because a lot of people just, it's just what they do. But for the people who are, were all paranoid before, to take that paranoia away, like from the, like the, the landlords that were, you know, now going to see like, well, shit, you want to come in here and rent this place? Yeah, hell yeah. Cause you know, now there will be a bunch of, uh, tea, tea spots because there's nowhere else to go. Cause there's going to be now that everyone considers it legal, but there's not that, that, uh, set yet. So we have like a two year window, which is actually a beautiful thing. I think, I think it's great. Better that it doesn't go straight to corporate, you know, spots and actually you know another thing that they just announced which i i was doing some research on and i think it's a it's a good idea as we ease back into normalcy the psychological effect they're bringing they're going to activate a vaccine passport of sorts basically yeah. a way to confirm everybody in this party at this broadway play and i think also at this club has been vaccinated or at least, and then maybe even like a testing, a rapid testing deal is gonna to add to coming back together and feeling comfortable. I just got my second shot yesterday. There my is, arm is killing is. me. Oh, look yeah. at you. Hopefully you don't start melting in front of us. Like. <laughs> you feel good? You feel good? I feel pretty good. I'm a little out of it, so I, I won't be able to stay on that long, but I promise it, I was definitely excited I, you know, anything I follow his lead on a lot of the stuff with all the senior major players in the game. So, yeah, so just so you know, Freddie, the guy in your Instagram feed who's been sending you these messages that says, "Hey, we'd love to have you as a guest on the Adam Dunn Show." Oh, no. That's me, by the way. <laughs> you can oh, block me or delete me or whatever no, it is. But I'm so sorry. We'll, we'll love to have you on anytime. Yeah, no, this is so cool. I love this kind of real deal official guys from you know legacy guys so just yeah, hit me again and i'll follow and, you and, immediately and what's funny also is that last time i had rick on we did a whole special on jazz and weed too so it's great to have you on because it's like wow this is a full circle kind of deal because we got rick yeah. back and we're sort of on the same subjects but it's all different yeah. now because now we have a another stage to new york which is you know finally especially all the people that got in trouble like we had mateo on earlier and he you know him and tens of thousands of people have sat, oh, you know, for the weekend for just smoking a joint. And like, it's like, it's, it's always been strange. Cause I grew up when I grew up in uh, Queens and I remember my dad, you know, we, we would, 
we always had to walk and smoke, even though I was a kid and I wasn't smoking with him. But we, we would just walk around the neighborhood, and he would always go out and take me with him because I'd be his little cover, you know? Like, oh, I got the kid. They're not going to fuck with me when I have a kid. <laughs> it's those kids over there, obviously, you know? So, but, uh, no, I always remember, like, you know, it's kind of like, Norm, it's, it was always normal there, but now it's finally able to be capitalized on in a good way. Hopefully, with the uh, you know the right businesses, yeah. the right business models. I'm stoked. Yeah, this is what a great time, and let's hope they just do it right. I know they said it's going to take two years. But well, it's funny because of the whole Cali, New York kind of thing too like cali's been doing it for so long but they've they've also you know it's a little sloppy out there you know what i mean you, there's a million holes in the system tons of weed gets grown and, and exported you we all know that i mean it's just a big mess it's sloppy there's a lot of gray air there's so many illegal shops because they can't get into this because the the uh to come in is so high you need like 10 million bucks if you want to start a, a real thing now you know or something and uh hopefully that isn't you know because that when it, when they were talking about medical in in New York it was kind of going in that direction you know what I mean everything felt like it was very corporate minded they didn't seem like they had that thought pattern of like hey let's take care of people but now that it's turning into a weed thing it's got to be recognized you know what I mean like and all those old strains all all the strains from like from uptown and shit that'll finally get the recognition that they deserve and. So, you know, sadly, one of the things that's been going on in New York on the street scene, which is, of course, critical to it all, is they've been bootlegging. Oh, man, I had one on the table. I think I finally cleaned up. They've been bootlegging runs and replicas of all of the bags that are of the from from cookies to runs to this to that and the other. Yeah. So nobody knows what's what. Yeah. So local guys, I mean, the guys that are hustling are putting whatever in those bags and Oh, you yeah. know how the hype goes. So hopefully now I'm really glad that they'll be able to confirm because people don't know. Like any strain, you can Google it and there's a picture. Yeah. And you can see if you got yeah, yeah. that strain. But yeah. any whatever the hot popping brand or name uh coming out of the West Coast or you know, is what they're you know how everything gets bootlegged. So yeah. I mean, well that is the that is the the classic too of, of America. Like like in Holland, people were like kind of i wouldn't say smart about it but there was very little on the branding because they knew that it still wasn't 100 percent legal right even though everybody thinks holland is a legal place it was always tolerated and so from a business point of view you just wanted to have it in an indistinguishable bag you didn't want to have a lot of baggies with your name on it in the streets because yeah. if the cops are walking down the street and they see your name over and over and over again they go hey you know what they seem to be doing really well we should go check them out right so you always wanted to kind of stay on the low end of everything and and america is the exact opposite mentality everything's hype right and i and i already knew it when i was in when i lived in holland i was always like man if weed was legal in america people will have like 10 story you know coffee shops with like all 24 hours with glad you know all in you know of course and of course that's what they kind of are doing in a sense with a lot of the stuff um but with the branding it's even worse because people put a lot of energy into creating those brands and they'll have a bootleg uh mylar made within 24 hours you know because the guys are just looking like you said what's hot you know runs right now is hot strain so there's that if you go here, there's a shop here locally, and you can buy all those mylar's here locally too. And it's like, what are these things for? But ripping people off, you know. There's no nobody's putting runs in a runs bag, for well, sure. Man, do we lose Amsterdam if we you lost put that? it in the can? Oh, we do we lose Freddie? We may have. If you put it in a can in Amsterdam, you could sell it for twice as much. 
Oh yeah, and that's and, and they have uh, in, in in London same thing. It says flown here, not grown here on the packaging. You know what I mean? And it's like really like like you were like oh, yeah, like sure. come on, you know and and sure. and so they did that in the beginning and they brought in real weed and got everybody like on it and then they just grow now local and put it up up oh, there you are we lost you for a second i had a, a, a delivery i'm starving and one of the great treats of living uptown is the variety of food that you can get mm. these guys come in these electric bikes and the food's hot and warm it's amazing well cool right, do you ever get to flushing uh, well, you know what? That's a good question because I'm a foodie and I'll sometimes Google to find the best or the most interesting or whatever I'm curious about and finding out. So I've hit flushing incredible, like other regions of China, food amazing. So that's a new thing for me. I haven't done a lot of it, but I'm loving it. So I want you to look up Amore Pizza on Farrington Street in Flushing. You might be listed as a Whitestone address. Amore. Amore. Right. So it's uh, <laughs> Pathmark is still the supermarket. It's the Pathmark right off the Van Wick Expressway at at the uh, uh, Linden Place exit. Uh, it is worth the drive. Shout out to Manny and Sally and Andy. I love I'm serious. You, I will, you, I, if you have a slice there, before and i'm hoping you'll come back on our 420 show oh no we're gonna to. kick off the we're gonna kick off the show i believe at 220 mountain which is 420 new york so right. it's like oh, right when you guys yes, on right. 420 you know give us a couple of minutes and we'll light off some firecrackers or something because oh my gosh yeah, we gotta start we gotta start with new york we need a video from it we need wherever you are i'm sure it's gonna be ground zero for an amazing event. Oh, man. And I know everyone who listens to the show would love to, to, to hear what's going to, on. So. Listen, I got a question for Adam. I understand that you've got a history in the seed game. Mm -hmm. of, yeah, I mean, a little bit. A little something, something. So I'm, I've got a friend, a dear friend, and uh, who's growing a little something in another state. And mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I'm, I meet all these all the top guys in the game. I'm like, I'm going to try to figure out how to get some seeds for you for her little... Um, they can go to one of our sponsors. We have seedsherenow.com, right? It's a awesome sponsor. And you just put done deal in when you uh, go to checkout and you get 10% off all, all the sales. It's called seedsherenow.com. Yeah. It's, where, it's when you want them and where you want them. You want them here wow. and you want them now. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, they have about 70 breeders and they're all the best. Everybody that's in there is like vetted and. Like JJ's in there from New York. He's like top dog seeds from New York. I'm sure you heard of him. Wow. Uh, and so seeds here now. And at the end of the checkout, she should say what? Done deal. D-U-N-N, -D -N -N, like my last name, done deal. <laughs> Got it. And then you're, yeah. So another old school, I have an old school weed question, uh -huh. which I've been fascinated by as a young shorty growing up in Brooklyn. Probably some of the best and most memorable cannabis I had had back then. And that's, of course, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm coming up in the 70s. This is the era of cleaning seeds out of the weed, of course, and stems. Yeah. There was some gold pot. I don't know if it was Acapulco gold, Colombian gold, but it was literally gold. like yeah. golden pot. And, and, and now as I learn more about the bud and the resin and all what really goes on with the plant, I'll never forget 
It was the stickiest stuff on the fingers at that time. This is the era when we didn't know shit. We would smoke seeds, grind up stems, leaves. Guys are like, smoke it all. But what, what was the nose? That. What was the nose on it? What was the? Uh... Oh God! It was put- It was beautiful. It was like a Swedish, very pleasant. Oh, Swedish! You know, <laughs> it was outstanding. This pot. What year was this? This was seventies. I'd say. Yeah. Early to mid seventies. So yeah, because the the Acapulco Gold was around in the early seventies, and then by the mid to late seventies, everything was Acapulco Gold. It wasn't really Acapulco Gold anymore. Yeah, it was the, it was know, the fake yeah. runs. It was all fake runs at that point. <laughs> it went straight to fake. It became fake runs at that point, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. everyone stealing the names, stealing the names, and. But what happened to those strains? Pot that looks like that with this advanced kind of horticulture knowledge involving growing and all this ingenuity what happened is it never ever gonna like resurface planet out of existence um you know there's a there well the good thing is is we have a lot of seeds out there that people have been you know sitting on and so genetically i'm sure that there's a lot of those strains out there as far as like local like local in acapulco or local in colombia and things a lot of those strains aren't really there mostly because of uh the, the, the change from from cannabis to heroin or or you know so it was all poppies taking over certain areas that any like a lot of those places that had good growing regions are the same region that they can grow poppies in so of course the cartel comes in and says you're not growing that you're gonna grow this and a lot of them foreigners came in with their genetics and said oh you need to grow this because this is going to make much more production and they would just kind of forget about their local long flowering strain so there's a lot of that and but you see now you see like for instance there's a strain the Mac that came out that was a Colombian strain you know Colombian derivative doesn't look anything like a Colombian old school Colombian at all it looks much more like modern cannabis but um, you know I think now that people can actually uh, you know go through some old because I've popped seeds that are twenty plus years and they'll they'll pop so you can wow. you can you can definitely get and people have stuff that's been it's all about storage like if you store it properly it'll be it can last for even longer but. Um, so I think there's going to be more people appreciating it. It's also because of the yields aren't very high on a lot of those strains, so you couldn't grow them oh, indoors. Okay. They would grow 15 feet tall and take 14 weeks to flower and not yield oh. half as much as an eight-week plant. So a lot of that has come down to that. Oh. You know, we had the same with our gener- with the next generation with with the skunk varieties that were like real skunky, like smell like a yeah. dead skunk oh, kind yeah. or like a yeah. like a like a skunk smell. You'd get that, yeah. and now. You don't really see that so often. You smell it in the plant growing, but when you harvest it and smoke it, you're like, it's not quite there, you know. And I think that's because those things were too too good for their. T- they got busted along the way. Everybody who had those, you know, the whole block would stink once every three months. You'd be like, yeah, it's those guys over there. Everyone would know at a certain point because it's pretty obvious when it's a house with no. It's a house with no lights on ever. You know what I mean? It never has a light on. Never has a light. People just like creep like out the door. So a lot of the you know great strains Dark out there nights. got lost because of their victims of their own success as far as smells and qualities and. And so those guys, I think I heard one of them sadly passed away. But there was these guys on Vice. Whether it was it strain hunters or something that seemingly were going into these places hunting out? Um, I mean, you know, they, they were they were actually doing like a reverse situation, which is kind of unfortunate because they were bringing they were bringing feminized genetics 
and trading those with locals, which was a terrible idea because they were t- and then they were looking for gen- you know unique genetics in those places. But a lot of those, the funny part about that whole thing is that when it comes to the reality, a lot of times you and and I've had the same situation too. You'll go to get something that you think is really unique, and then when you really get down and dirty with it, you find out that's just something from Holland that somebody bought. You know, and I was selling seeds in Holland, so I was coming. There was times I went to like I went to a guy in upstate New York who failed to mention to me that he had bought seeds at the same store that I worked at ten, <laughs> ten, ten years <laughs> earlier. Go, I recognize you. No, I didn't. No, I just like I came all the way there, and when I was there, I was like, "Oh, that's pretty nice." And he was like, "Yeah, it's it's one of yours." And I'm like, "Wait a minute! You made me come all the way here to look at my own stuff. It wasn't you know, it wasn't even mine. It was Sensi stuff, but it was kind of like this is the place I work at. Like this is not that unique." So it. Like Holland really sent out a lot of genetics over the last 30 years to like the far reaches of the world. And before everybody was a little more, you know, in their own pockets and there was unique strains that were really like real, you know, real Colombian, real Lebanese strains, real. And now a lot lot of these strains are, you know, people are growing cheese in Morocco to produce hash because it produces a lot of hash. So that strain is crushing it out there. You know, it's an English strain brought back to Morocco. So the local stuff, you don't see a lot of that local stuff anymore. Hmm. Wow. And if you're going to germinate seeds, um, our production engineer has some experience. Be careful about using paper towels. Not a good way to start them right then to just wanted to get that out there. I'm not the grower on the show, but I like to make... Well, they have chlorine in those things usually, and there's all sorts of bullshit. They put all sorts of crap in there to, to make it... Like if you go for a brand name thing like Bounty or something, it's got all sorts of bullshit in there. They're putting stuff to make it stronger and not shred and do this and do that. It's not good for your seeds. So better just to go. I mean, best way to do seeds, in my opinion, is just to throw them in water. And what sinks is good, and what floats, you're probably gonna waste the time because they don't have much meat. There's not much in them. You know what I mean? So that's always good. You can leave them for 24 hours like that, and within 24 hours they're already starting to go. And then you just pour them out, drop them in. You know that's that's the usual simple thing, um, but yeah, let's. Uh... Where's the nugget, Mark? Why aren't you playing the nugget thing right there? That was a good one. I've been on the show two years and never heard him say that. So there you go. Nugget. You you know I don't do nugget unless Adam says. A, uh, so, I got a very interesting. Yeah. I got a very interesting legacy story that uh, it may or may not be true, but I think it is true. Uh, when we did the cannabis cup in uh, Jamaica, I was there for two years. I worked with the Ross. We had to do it with the Rastafari. You know, we were partners with the Rastafari. When was this? Roughly, what what time? And, uh, we did it in 2015. Okay, not and that long. Ago. I I put it together from 2014 and 2015. So I was there a lot for about two years, and I got to know the Nyabengi really, really well. Ah. And then and then the day that it. Um, that we had to start producing it and getting all the uh, the actual um, uh, ganja from Jamaica. Me, and a Rasta guy, and actually a, a, a soldier from the government and a friend of mine, the four of us got into a, a car and we went all the way around Jamaica to 15 different places where they gave us that local people, this the Rastafari, I said to the head of the Naya Binga, I said, you know where all the good growers are? Do you know some good growers in Jamaica? He looked at me and goes, Nick, I know all of them. <laughs> I said, okay, great. I need all of them all to of be them, in the cannabis cup. So anyway, these guys took us all the way around Jamaica, the entire island, two days, going around, we were connected, and these guys are taking me there, you know? So I don't know anything about this, but they're just going there. They're treating me like a god when I go there. And um, so cool. and then what happened was, I, I want, after two days, I wanted to go back. And he said, we have to go over the mountain. 
and we have one more place to go. And I said, okay. And then he explained to me that where we're going is very special. It's a man who's been growing cannabis. He's deep in the mountains in Jamaica, wow. and he's been growing the same cannabis there since the 1970s. Fascinating. So this is the original. Was and this he in Negril, by any chance? Nowhere in Jamaica, at the top of, I mean, you know, I was literally, it took two hours to get there, and I got nauseous because we were turning around, we were on mountain roads. Might have been Blue Mountain or up in the grill. He said, he said it was the exact same weed that he drew that he grew in since like 1975 that we were smoking that I was smoking wow. in 1975 when they when they they brought it in. That oh. you know back then Jamaican used to make you laugh, man. Jamaican had this very specific quality. There was uh, uh, Colombia was really heavy. And you know, really got some stoned, and and Mexican was you know good regular Mexican, but the Jamaican, the Jamaican was laughing pot. Yeah. And, laugh. and then the tie was more paranoia, kind of tweaky, I think probably. Yeah, I never, I was never paranoid, but, <laughs> <laughs> but that never got to me. <laughs> but yeah, I think it was the original. It was the original uh, things that they were doing back then. Like it had never left the valley. That's what they told me. It That's had awesome. Never left the valley. I guess yeah. there's going to be questions to New Yorkers like, when's the last time you toweled your door? Uh, <laughs> I only do that. I used to do that. That was my hotel thing for, for a good while. And then when the oils and the vaping came out, yeah, that's what I would travel with. That's the best for, for hotels for sure. Like yeah. you, can, you can smoke right yeah. before you leave. Right before you check out, you can take a quick dab. Walk out and you know the girl. It's not gonna... Take the shower cap and put it over the uh, the fire alarm. That's the first thing you do. Number yes, one. But you got first to remember. But to you got to remember off. to take it off, otherwise you look really shady. Like they're like, oh, this motherfucker, this motherfucker. What about smoking in the bathroom and blowing it in? In, into that vent, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it hopefully works. <laughs> yeah, no, that's what I. That's what I. Uh, I was talking earlier about. I got super paranoid when I was in Japan because I did exactly that. Like there was a tiny little room, and wow. and it was real sealed. Like the place was like sealed yeah. tight. You know, there was no windows yeah. you could open or nothing. So I was like, all right, I guess I'll go in the bathroom. I did exactly that. Put the towel down. Turned on the shower. Stood on a little. Stood on the uh, like on the table on a, on a chair and then blew into that filter or into that uh, yeah. fan and as i was up there though i could hear people in the in the in the hallway and they were like coming like you could tell you could hear them like i'm telling no and they were like they were like they were no they were talking they weren't they were like pissed they were looking for somebody they were like somebody like i could tell i was up there and they were like they'd walk around and they were like i was like oh my god i'm gonna get in so much trouble and i just got that it went from that point off no, I got super paranoid at that point. I was like <laughs> higher than I've been in a long time. But it was, it's one of those ones where when it finally went away, I was like, man, I wish I could get that high back home sometimes because I've never been that high. And I was like, yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. You know? Someone needs to knock really loud on the door. We'll open up in there. That's uh, it. So, um, well, we don't want to keep you from your hot food because it would maybe be cold by Thanks so much. Great but, to hang out with you guys. I love this kind of conversation from guys that have been around the plant and, and know the deal. Yeah. Um, so well, yeah, we'll get fun. you on. We'll uh, we'll keep in touch and then we'll try to do we'll try to start with you on 420 and do like because that's a great intro. You know, can't get better oh, intro. No, than that. I would. No, this is a this is an honor and a, and a pleasure and really cool. And um, I've also got something coming soon. I don't want to spoil it. But I'm, no. I've, got a, I've got a kind of a social equity brand that 
that I'm coming with really soon. So nice. We'll talk about all that, and it kind of connects back to my film. It was what motivated this whole idea, learning all this stuff, and then seeing how horrendous it's been for for people and stuff. So it motivated me a little bit of entrepreneurial kind of activism, and so within the next month or so, but. Super excited to to you know to, that I that I got to meet you guys and I'm going to tell my friends seedsharenow.com. Yep, uh, I think they're I think they're um, they're deal. they're, they're cleaning word. they're doing a spring cleaning on their site so they'll be up again tomorrow. But tell your friend to yeah check in. Oh God, she's going to love this man and uh, tell her to put in done D U N N deal. So That's super it. cool. Sweet, so I appreciate it, man. Nice to meet all you guys. Thanks, Thanks for having me. See you again soon. Definitely, I'll tell you some of my Jamaican stories too. Has some ill shit happen. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds awesome. 420. 420. That's you know, perfect. Daniel Bunny, that was incredible. Like I was so pissed when he made that comment that I'm like a police, but I said uh, I got over it. It was a funny moment, and sadly Bunny's gone. But that was an honor and a pleasure. And he literally smokes out of a carrot. That was another thing. There was so much shit I couldn't get in. But any image of him, that's a hollowed out carrot. That's so cool. the irony of Bunny Whaler smoking, smoking out, of a... out of a carrot was fucking incredible. That's amazing. That is fucking funny. All right, it. guys. Take care. All right, that's Fab. Peace out, man. Well. See you soon. See you in a couple weeks. All right, yeah, no doubt. Nice. Incidentally, that's how Pinsky normally smokes his cannabises out of a carrot. Out of the carrot? You see how hey, quick I he got to... off? I... Yeah, he's good at that, man. Yeah, he oh, just, yeah, no, he's, he's, he's a professional. Oh, he's a professional. professional. There's hot food. Yeah, there's hot food yeah. waiting. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, you guys got Curry, Curry or Kitty coming up? Kitty yeah, you, coming wanna, up? you want to buzz her in? I want, I'm going to hang. Let's throw I, a couple I, of sponsors. Yeah. Let's, let's throw a couple of sponsors in here. Let's yeah, talk let's, about let's do a few sponsors, and then and I'm going to text her while you're doing You're starting. You're starting it off. Go in there, Dave. Go yeah, in hard. NewMillenniumNutrients.com. Come on. You're going to have to talk about them because I, I, you use their products, man. But you got to enter Dundee at checkout. You're going to get 10% off your order. It's fantastic nutrients. Um, all I hear great feedback. And listen, the, the mail I get, if somebody was pissed about New Millennium, I'd have heard about it. And nobody's complaining. So give them a call. Go to their website, NewMillenniumNutrients.com. Enter Dundee at checkout. Um, about the only thing I can say that makes me laugh about them is the font on their New Millennium oh. thing. Because I, I <laughs> to this day, I know their New Millennium Nutrients. But when I look at that, I don't see the word New Millennium. There's a mis- sorry, there, it's an, it's, it's uh, slightly misspelled. That's all. That's all I know. Yeah. That's all I know. But anyway, that's so, that's always a good thing when your logo is misspelled. I, I think that's a true sign of a good weed-related company. Shows that you're, you know, you're living, you're living, living the life at that point. You're not, you're not faking. There's no faking. Hey, and the one OG company in Colorado that you, really you saw their April Fool's thing they put out with their Winter Frost. They put out a thing. Winter Frost discontinued, and it was like, no. Oh, uh, but listen, the guys that paved the way in Colorado and really opened up the edibles game in the country is medically correct. Mm-hmm. They're the guys that invented Incredibles, True Pure CBD, Clear Creek extracts, Nove chocolates, Keek. So they they if you if you have a product you need, they probably make an edible for it from CBD tinctures to high milligram THC gummies, which today I had seven. So I was I, I was in need of it. It's a great company <laughs> founded by great people who do really great things in this space. You should look them up. 
and read about Nova Lee, um, a patient they've been helping since, gosh, 2010. But where you can get a discount is you go to truepura.com. You enter done deal at checkout, you're going to get 20% off all their CBD products. They ship everywhere in the lower 48. A great company. Again, you got to give them a shot. Um, but if you want to get a discount on their Incredibles medicated products, you can head over to Green Farms Med in Colorado Springs. You have to be a medical patient. Okay. If you don't have your medical card, give Dr. Joe Cohen a call. Polos Health here in, in or, Boulder. Or Dr. Mark. Or Dr. Mark don't forget in about Dr. Durango Mark. with Conscious Medical. Dr. But, Mark with yeah, a K. Yeah. And they'll forget. give you a discount. Dr. Yep. Mark with a K. And uh, you can even look into his ketamine therapy. It's called Reconscious One on on Instagram and Reconscious.com. I believe that's it. So Green Farms Med. Listen, I picked up. Oh, my goodness. I, I have to. The, it was Honolulu Choo Choo from their dispensary the other day. This time I went and picked it up myself so it wasn't going to be frankened to me. It wasn't, you know a hodgepodge of 20 different strains where he says they're all amazing. This stuff, I'm smoking it all night, is fantastic. And when you talk about strains that you have an effect on you, this one makes me more talkative. I know I'm going to get hate mail for that. But Don't ever give that to Dave. Product, okay? Keep it away from Dave. Lock it up. Keep Lock it away. It Keep it away. But you can get a discount there. You ask for the done deal, you can get it on all of the products they have on the shelf from the flower to rosin, Shatter. They're even doing shatter in old school, in the you know, in the in the wax. In, in, paper. Oh, coming in little bindles, you know? little, little, little little bindles. You're right. Little, <laughs> little bindles. Well, the it. funny part is that so, they always they always roll like they do the bindles like wrong. <laughs> so they, don't, they don't do them correct. You know what I mean? They do them as sort of like a fold them like oh, this is not a bindle. I swear it's not a bindle, <laughs> but it looks just like a bindle. But it's like that's not, what it is. But it's not. That's if you're gonna do it, it, do it right, my friend. Sit there and but hey, shout out, out to JW and his whole staff down there. Heather treated me really well. Um, asked for the done deal so you can get a discount on your Incredibles products too. So they have thousand milligram bars, gummies, you name it. Great company. And the last, we'll do it. Let's throw in Build a Soil. Right? Yeah, you just throw it in because you almost freaking forgot about them. They're, they're supposed to be second. I, build a Soil. No, they're after no. Green Farms. Oh, we've changed it now. Yeah. We've officially changed it. Yeah. Is that official now? So buildasoil.com. Any soil <laughs> question you have, any need you have, Free shipping on any order over 500 bucks in Colorado and New Mexico. Yeah, they now all those people in New York can finally start ordering uh, some nice, start, start organically right out of the gate. Yes. But, you know, don't fuck around. Go straight. They, to, I mean, they know their shit. Mushrooms, all produce. Yeah, and veggies. they have great, great, great websites and great um, Instagram accounts. Check them out. They're all, and everybody who works there is like super experienced. So it's, it's great. You know, if you call, you're not going to. It's not like there's one guy who knows what, what's going on, like like, right. like Home Depot. <laughs> Listen, I got a call from a friend. Carrie's of mine here. Carrie's on board. Farm. All right. Was uh, she we'll, called Build a Soil, and they answered her question. So yeah. uh, there you go. I'm done with sponsors right now. Hi, Carrie. Hi. Uh, hi, guys. Hey. What's Rick, up? I'm hugging you. We got it, baby. We got it. <laughs> New York and New yeah, Jersey. New York and New Jersey. I'm ecstatic. I'm ecstatic. This is this is everything. It's what we've been working for. Yeah, it's great. And I was saying earlier, it's kind of like I wouldn't say it's anticlimactic, but it's just kind of weird how it kind of happened where nobody was like it wasn't like we were all talking about it a week before. Like, oh, I can't wait to see what. Just kind of like 
really? It was like one of those yeah. like in between sort of like what happened? Did that happen? Oh wow! Didn't didn't even know that was. I mean, I knew it was gonna happen at some point, but uh, I think it, you know, and it's also like the, the it's the thing we all said like once once it's all east east coast west coast the two biggest places you know once it's Cali New York should just all just fall in yeah. line you know and that's yeah that's where we're at. So uh, I don't know if It'll you were watching the show earlier, trail. but we had we had Fab on, we had all sorts of good good people on. So um, we have been chatting, Carrie and I, and I think you've been chatting with all these people too about your project, which is also coming to fruition. So let's talk a little bit yeah. about Connected. Yeah. Yeah. So I, yeah, I'm so excited, you guys. We're going through testing now. So I've seen our channel on Apple TV. I have a an app on my phone right now that says uh, connected. So literally, it's up on there. We have an app, and uh, I have a Roku on order. I'll be taking selfies with the channel on Monday, and uh, I'm really excited. You know, Rick and I met back in and early on t- 2014, and. Yeah. Rick is all over our footage and was, was really lucky to, to learn very early on and engage with the pioneers before the uh, corporate entities came in and took over. So right. I, feel, I feel honored, really, Adam, to be able to share everything I have learned in the past six and seven years with the world, truly to give them the narrative that, that you know, cannabis didn't just appear. And this has been going on for a long, long time. People have lost and continue to lose their lives. They are so going to prison. My cousin was 53 years old, died two weeks ago, had zero option to use a cannabis as a medicine, but they had no problem putting chemo in her, burning her up with radiation. And so Connected is going to be launching. We're gonna we're gonna be um, we'll have a logo reveal. Uh, the 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 man Eric David who created the Aflac logo is creating our logo. Aflac. We're gonna do the logo reveal on the Nasdaq Times Square. Nasdaq. Side. Nasdaq. Nasdaq. Connected. Um, <laughs> Four twenty. We are going to now with this newfound news. We were going to be launching the the channel on uh, 420, and I think I'm I am going to be switching it to to launch live from New York. And so there's some from plans in New York that that will be uh, special guests and all that good stuff to really celebrate um, our plant. And, and it's our plant, really. It's all of ours. I I'm ecstatic. It's just so like. You know, I I can't bring my aunt back. So like there's emotion coming up for me because I started this journey, you know, less than two months from my aunt dying. And at that time, I literally only knew one person in the cannabis space, one. So- Now you know everybody. (laughs) Now I know everybody, yeah. (laughs) Well, it's also cool. It's also cool that you've been working on this for so long that you like got to, I mean, because the thing is if you came in, because now, you know, like it's going to be gangbusters for media because right. people now are going to be like, cause it's, there's so many times where, you know, back in the day it would be like impossible to see a joint on a show or, or people to talk about. We now it's getting so now it's almost getting annoying because it's like, really, you're just going for the low hanging fruit now. Cause you know that everyone's going to be like, Whoa, they talked about weed on the show. It's like, <laughs> you know, but, but it's also, um, it's cool for you to have been immersed in it now for six, seven years or more even now, and then looking at that uh, from an outsider's view, 
is a good thing because a lot of us might not see those things the same way because we're coming from the from the inside and uh i think you get but now you're actually been doing it long enough that that someone else is going to look at you and think that you're part of the inside crew because you've got all these you know because you've been dealing with these people so it's i think it's a good way to to launch because you're not coming in with a short living thing because you don't know how to keep going you know what i mean because that's the hardest part about doing anything it's content right Mm -hmm. and really what's so amazing is like the stories. I mean, you guys, you mean you're all you're on it, Adam, Rick's on. Um, people's stories are so profound. And when you give them this chance to just share why and what that plant means to them and why they started their business or started their clinic or do anything they're doing to, to be an activist, it's just profound and it really gives perspective for those that think cannabis is new or or C B D is new and all these, you know, new words when, you know, it's been a long, long journey for a lot of people, and I think we we owe it to them, and we owe it to people to pay homage to those that lost their lives. So I I, I feel honored, and then I feel like, cool, we get to advertise cannabis, man, and, and, <laughs> and stuff. So let's do this. Yeah, we all, Curry, when I when I first met you out of Seattle, and uh, you know, then and other places as we met throughout the years. One thing I met a lot of people that had a lot of different ideas. They always came to high time. They came to me and they talked about them. And the thing that was different about you is that every time I'd show up again, you were still doing it. Bam, 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 bam. You were intrepid. The most intrepid, you know? <laughs> and I and I knew that if you if you really kept it up, there was going to come a day where all of this was going to be a valuable resource that nobody else had. And that day has come. I, I'm so glad to see it come because it, that's what I thought back then. So mm-hmm. this woman's going to stick at this for a long time. I, I think it was like three years. Every time I came out West Coast, you were there with a the camera sticking in my face. <laughs> Adam, I have pictures of Rick and I with a picture of my Aunt Kathy because I was right. literally would hold the picture mm-hmm. and yeah. show everyone why right. I was doing this. And um, it's awesome. It's really, it feels, you know, I feel emotional. It's really a... I'm humbled and I, I feel honored for the people I know. And not only do we have them on camera, but like they're friends and we can we can continue to put out great content and really um, share the, the news and the information and help people have the, have the education to make informed decisions in politics, in their business, in their social equity programs and beyond. So I, I, I'm, I'm so happy to work with all of you and, and now we can bring it to the to the globe. Except China. China's our only blockout. No China. Uh, really? Yeah. yeah. We can't get it. Wait, they, you don't think there's going to be some like bootleg web channel that they'll be able to find a way through? Just oh, not yeah. legal. Yeah. Uh, not the legal one. I don't know. Not a legal one, no. no oh, they'll no. make a movie about like how the Chinese government is coming after Adam. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Sounds like a plan. Who, who will play Adam in the movie? I'm thinking uh, mm. Brad Pitt. Maybe. No, get out of town. <laughs> Brad Pitt. Grizzly Adams' grandkid or something like that. <laughs> and and uh, you know, your, the resource that you created is going to be more valuable because, you know, it's funny. We were talking about OGs and being around for a long time and things like that. I was thinking about this, right? You think about alcohol prohibition. How many bootleggers do you remember? Mm-hmm. I mean, how many can how many bootleggers at the top of your head? Now, I I can I Jack can think Daniels, about it for a while. Um, huh? Jim Jack Boot? Daniels, Jim Beam. Nah, no, uh, there's only really two bootleggers we all know. 
One of them is Al Capone, and the other is Joe Kennedy. Right? Everybody that, that they were that they were bootleggers is in their is in their thing. But you know, what happened was legal alcohol came in and erased all that. Mm -hmm. You know? So that's what I'm saying. This our legacy here about how it took 40 years to get to this point. You know, 40 years of, of really, you know, they started this this uh, movement started in the mid 60s and and only now is getting around to succeeding. So, you know, I think because of people like Carrie and, you know, you're going to be able to have a resource that's going to last in the future. And also the Internet's going to be really big in preserving it as well. Yeah, it's funny yeah. now because like, things pop up. Like you start to see these videos from like ninety four, ninety five, Amsterdam, yeah. whatever, and it's like it's hilarious. I'll be like, these are not now. Everything's valuable, you know. What I mean, now everything's like, uh, like back in the day, I wouldn't probably care, but now all of a sudden, I'm like, oh my god, this is like gold, you know? what I mean, because <laughs> you get to see everybody in their prime, or or you know, when they just yeah. started, it's pretty funny. The ninety four. I one. spent the last year. Oh, there you go. I was going to say, we have, um, well, one, I have footage of you. I actually just sent of a, on 420 and dancing, doing the 420, but we have. Doing the 420. Holy shit. He was like doing the 420. Um, but we have footage. I was telling someone, someone came to me, a client recently, and was told me that CBD was new and stuff. And I was like, what? Yeah. And so I, 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 I told him about some footage I have from 2014 with, um, um, uh, Project CBD. It's um, oh my goodness, what's his name? I, I'm uh, Martin Martin Lee from Project CBD yeah. on a panel talking about, and I view on panels too, Rick. But talking about this new product that's going to hit the markets called CBD. I remember, yeah, yeah. Some of it was going to be good. Some of it was going to be filler. It was going to hit. That was his prediction and so it's just so interesting because to to actually watch history before your own eyes and yeah. see things roll out has just been wild and to have it documented i think it's going to be wild for other people to see that they're yeah. not that they're not the innovators they they maybe thought they were well, it's right. been around for a while you know what you know what blew me away and kind of not really what we're talking about but in jersey you know they just legalized and we have no regulations yet Overnight, in all of the the convenience stores, Delta HCBD, Delta ATHC is being sold, and it's not legal. I mean, it's legal, but there's no there's no regulation for it. It's just you know they can't do anything to them. But it came up overnight. I've been and, getting um, email from distributors wanting to sell me seventeen hundred dollar kilos. Just sending you know saying Delta Eight seventeen hundred. Yeah. Bucks. You buy yeah, one, yeah. we'll drop it down to thirteen hundred. You buy twenty. Yeah, no doubt they will. <laughs> these are all these little sub, these bullshit sub markets that pop Mark, up. Mark, you tried some. What did you think of that? The Delta. Mm -hmm. I can you hear? Yeah. Me? yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, I have it right here. Um, I don't know. I tried smoking it all yesterday morning, and I ended up just like. Doing a regular dab because I wanted, you know, some effect. So no, it doesn't work. It's basically no. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the guys who claim to put weed in the lollipops in in Times Square. Right. Selling yeah, them, yeah, you know, I know those guys. Or truck, and, <laughs> you know, there's absolutely nothing in it, and probably wasn't yeah. even any CBD in it. It's I don't know. My friend says that he. He just bought. He ended up buying an ounce of it because he liked it so much, oh, yeah. and he thought right. it was just. It just shows you, know, you how everybody's so different, right? I mean, there are some people who respond to different cannabinoids 
like CBD is one of those ones where it's like if you need if it's something that works for you, it can be like life changing and amazing and all that. But it's not like something where it's universal because I mean I'll I'll smoke a lot of different CBD. I like the flavor of good CBD uh, concentrates. I like that cherry thing, but yeah, cherry wine. That just cherry, like straight cherry flavor. I like it just because it, it. I feel like it's okay. That's got CBD in it because it wouldn't have that cherry flavor because it seems like that's like the prevalent uh, underlying flavor that kind of comes it's comes weird. with it. That thing has that. It's kind of mentholated. Sure. It's like a mentholated. It's like a weird cherry. Cherry, it's just, but it's weird. It's, but what trips me out about that is the whole throwback to um, snake oil salesman, and yeah. and the fact that's that what it is. and the fact that some of it worked and some of it didn't work, right? Like some of that snake oil was really good. Like guy would come into town, everybody would be rubbing it on their joints or doing shots of what, and it would work because it probably was just good weed that worked really well, right? And then the next guy came in with some swag that was just crap, some hemp, some fucking hemp that he found on the side of the road. That he's and stems, and he was like, and he gave it to everybody and they're like, no, it doesn't work like the other. And then they you know, ran him out of town or whatever, he's but out. you know, he's out of here, next guy. But I, I feel like that's kind of where a lot of these products are at. They're like, it's if it's coming from a shitty source, it's not going to probably be as effective as if it was a, uh, Something you know that came from some nice, clean, organic. Yeah, that's probably. why I hit you guys up first. I was like, "Yeah, do you guys know anyone that's doing the Delta Eight thing? You know what I mean? Like I, reputable? You know what I mean?" That's I what, do, know. but they're all like kilos of it. Sure, so, like, yeah. they're, they're like they're not I really interested. In totally right. Also, it. you guys with yeah, with this Delta, yeah, with the Delta Eight is it, it makes it very accessible for the non-legal estate. So it's it's a very gray line right now, and it's just a matter of time before they jump in it. I've heard good things for the most part, even from um, seasoned cannabis users. It kind of takes the edge off, maybe a little bit more relaxing. Uh, but I notice, like I'm in North Carolina right now, so I'm not in a legal state. And, and I know stores out here will carry, but they'll carry anything they can get their hands on because they don't have the access. And so that's why it's so important to to legalize the whole country. I find it, or, yeah. I find it kind of amazing, though, that Delta 8, THC somehow just fucking just slipped on through. Like it's Correct, like right? it's like yeah. it's like it's, it's got the it's got THC in the birth. name. It's not even like it's kind of even. It's not even like kind of. It's not like THG. It's fucking THC. I mean, I mean, but do yeah, we really right. need this fight right now? No, I'm glad. So I'm glad. Close. Some people think that don't tell you, you know. That, that there's going to be legalization. No, I said we're talking about the market. The market comes up with crazy, crazy, um, you know, iterations of what we really want is the gold standard is really great wheat and really great oil at a really good price. You know, that's what we want. But, um, you know, marketing. I, when and when we do we want it? In, when do we want it? Ow. I want it now. When we did Whoopi and Maya, we had four products, right? And they were for menstrual discomfort, right? And and one was a salve and one was an oil and got you, one, I'm sorry, a tincture, right? And the tincture got you very high. And the cacao got you very high. And the CBD a tincture, not so much, you know, but people bought it. And they paid $40 a bottle for it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was aspirational. I mean, it didn't really get you high in the classic sense of the, of the thing, but but you know, but, at the, but at the end of the day, I feel like a lot of people don't have a they don't have a tolerance to anything. So for them, it might actually 
you know, that could be a you know, I you and forget also, about it. And also, CBD <laughs> helps with inflammation. And so, if someone's in pain because they're inflamed, they're, the the way they're feeling, even mm -hmm. though it might not be high, they're feeling less pain. Yeah, no, so I guess. Well, it, yeah, the inflammation is a big that's work for eliciting inflammation, but here's the, here's the thing that always hit me is that um, yeah, Epidiolex is pure CBD, I believe, and that's like the stuff that they put on the kid that has Dravetsin uh, and they put them on, and, and that's right, and that will you know get rid of 20 um, seizures a day. So that works wonderful. It's a miracle. It's an absolute miracle. Now over here, that's one side of the spectrum. Over here, you have uh, a can of CBD soda. Right, right? From, a gas from a so gas station, straight from a gas station. Yeah. Right? The question is, how many sodas does it take to make to, to one get diabetes? Yeah, yeah. It's the same as colon flow Saturday yeah. Night Live. 50,000 yeah. bowls. Yeah, you'll need to do it. Exactly. You'll have to drink 150 sodas. You'll have, you'll have diabetes. You'll have one yeah, leg. You'll have one leg. I mean, how much would you get from one soda? I mean, that has been the problem of like the there's not really any standardization, which again, I mean, in a way you kind of don't, you, you don't want it to get too, you know, like rigid and say you, it has to have this because that also sucks too. Because at the end of the day, like when there's places here where like you can only do 10 milligrams of THC and it's like, like same, same situation. Like I would have to eat so many of those to get high that I would, I would definitely go have like a, uh, toxic shock from the sugar point, you know? So it's, it's, uh, it's, it, I think it's always better to have the highest dose in the smallest amount so that you can mitigate any kind of issues. You know what I mean? Even with smoking, right? Smoke the best concentrates, smoke the highest, you know, quality tea or uh, cannabis. Don't necessarily need to smoke all day, even though we do, <laughs> you know what I mean? But, but at the end of the day, you don't have to, you could just take a hit here and a hit there. And it's, if it's good, I should, smoke because I can, it, it should keep you rolling. You know, um, I think, uh, but what's cool about the network too, Carrie, is that you got, I mean, you get to put out information for about medical, you get to put out information, you know, about social issues, you get to put out, I mean, and in a sense, luckily cannabis is all encompassing too, because that's what I've always loved about it is that if I meet somebody like back when you could talk to people on planes and actually, to, you know, people, people actually talk, you first question, like, what do you do? You know what I mean? And I'd be like, how long is this flight? Cause it's going to be interesting. You know what I mean? And they'd be like, and I ask them what they do and they'd be like, I'm in, con I remember one time this guy was in, he was a uh, concrete. Right. And I was like, Oh, have you heard of hempcrete? And he was like, no. And I was like, thought to myself, this is going to be an interesting uh, trip. And by the time, by the time he got yeah. off, he was like sold, you know what I mean? He was just like, oh my God, this is going to be a game changer, you know what I mean? And he was off to, to have to meet his friends who were going to tell him he was insane, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I met this guy on the plane. He was saying we should use weed for, the, like, okay. <laughs> and where was this guy from? Colorado? Okay. <laughs> like, but his, but his brain just melted because he, he was coming from that industry, which is so rigid, you know what I mean? Literally rigid. It's concrete fucking <laughs> industry, right? And so they... Uh, you know, for them, for them to look at like a, something like uh, a, a plant taking over uh, their industry in a sense, like or or adding to it, is it's really hard sell. But this guy was, you know, he got it by the end of the two-hour flight or whatever. Okay, about a flight. I flew a Southwest flight. The flight attendant had just gotten out of the army. He was all pissed that Southwest was the only thing he can do. We got to talking. And I gave him Hunter Garth's information when he used to run the security company, Cannabis, mm -hmm. and he went and got a job with him. 
because nice. he only hired well, he was a marine they only hired marines you know and uh good, so good you know, job place like that happens on planes when you can talk to people i, I i'm looking hmm. forward to that again right no i know it's like the last uh, I, mean, I mean one of the last trade shows that i went to in vegas it was like you know, that big, stupid monstrosity. And I just was like, I didn't see nothing. I got nothing out of it. And then I got to the airport. I went to the bar and I ended up meeting like the coolest thing out of the whole fucking show. It was just this one guy who was, he was in the dry cleaning industry and he had realized that his dry cleaning technology could totally be adapted for, for cannabis and mostly for him. Cause he was doing such scale, you know, he had just like, it was all about like thousands of pounds at a time so he had some sort of and he had a patented technique for his thing so he like out of the gate just you know he's an engineer so he converted a few elements to his dry cleaning machine which used pressure and the right things and it had the right chambers and it was just like yeah it was kind of interesting he figured out and he had and he and i remember seeing him at the show but i didn't quite get it and when i went to the bar i could get the you know the, the free consultation at that point and it was like after that, I was like, oh, that was actually like the only thing at the show that was probably interesting. The rest of the thing was just a big circle jerk. So, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm excited that, you know, we get to work with, I get to work and my team gets to work with people like you and Rick and others from previous stories and where seeds came from and genetics and like real um information so people understand and then we have new programming like cooking shows and grow shows um with with people that's we're from the food network that will teach you know all people in new york who can oh, now grow so now we can what get two on the food right network there. is that what we're saying is that was that what's happening now we're getting two on the food network whoa 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 whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> what about bagel show weed, you guys we're bringing the pros into weed they're always been in it now mm -hmm. they can admit it that's yeah. right Dave's bagels and bongs, I'm, bagels and bongs with Dave. Bagels and bongs. Bagels and bongs. Like that. That's it. Every you just cook bagels every week. We're like Jesus Christ, does this guy do anything but bagels? And this they week we are going to do bagels today. Bagels. <laughs> <laughs> and then hey, infused bagels could be very yummy and fun. To We've watch. been waiting. We're all been waiting for that to happen. He seems to. Not Why don't I just infuse the cream cheese mm -hmm. so that I don't have to bake it out of the bagel and have anybody? Yeah, right. That's it. You want to put it in the cream it cheese off or something, right? You know, it'd be coming up in like a little Justin's peanut butter cream cheese. But packet. you got to do some work special. But you need to come up with a special bagel that has something different about it to go with the thing. You can't just be a plain old bagel and the cream <laughs> cheese. Yeah, come up with something. Get to work. I don't know. Maybe you could take the water from a, from when you make make some bubble hash, right? And take all that water and then use that water <laughs> in your mixture. And then finally we have a use for that shit. Because that okay. shit's always like, I'm always like, sometimes when you have really good weed and you make bubble hash, it comes out like the foam uh, itself is so like, it's like you're like, I wish yes. I could make something out of this. It feels nice. It's got something going on to it. But then it just sort of turns to brown shit water after a while. So you got to catch it at the moment. You got to go like scoop it up. Bonk water bagels. Bonk. I think that's what you're saying. Bong I'm water just bagels. looking forward. I like that. We're That's a good one in too. In the studio together, I'll bring bagels, and the guests that come into the studio could eat bagels with us instead of us being across there's nothing, the internet. There's nothing better you know, than watching people eat bubble. bagels on shows. That's usually that's enough. that's that's always a real that's a real that's great. On the outro. I would love to see. Outro. I would love to see Rick eat a bagel. 
Because I know when I eat a bagel, I, I have to clean my, I have to have a t- napkin in one hand and the bagel in the other. Because I'm every, otherwise everyone goes, look at your face. You're like, I know, dude, I got cream cheese on my face. I cannot eat the bagel without getting a little bit on the fucking face. Uh, you got to commit. If you got to go in and, and whatever's going to happen is going to happen. Yeah, you got it. And otherwise, it's just like you're going to go like towel, towel. Ah, you're like, okay, that was, hey, <laughs> one bagel and I killed three trees. It's not a good ratio. You know, you need to keep the tree to bagel ratio down a little bit lower. Right. Like this. When we go, good night. Shout out to everyone. Everyone has a bagel. We toast off. Oh, mazel tov. <laughs> mazel tov it on the way out. Hey. You like that? <laughs> we'll smear it up. We'll smear it up at the end of the show. It's Everybody Passover gets Passover too. Oh shit! I forgot right about now. that. Yeah. Oh, what are we all it's doing? Passover. What are we all raging? We have big ragers. Oh. What? Can we talk about uh? You remember uh bagel Passover? Oh yeah, I forgot <laughs> to I forgot to fucking yeah. send those off. What? I can I can send you those and you can post them if you want. Send them to me. Oh no, I can send them. Put them up now. We might as well not even waste our time. If... Yeah. Carrie yeah, and Rick, do you guys drink coffee? Do you, drink, do you guys drink coffee? Mm-hmm. Coffee? So you want to write yeah. this down. Ozocoffee.com. Ozo, O-Z-O? Ozocoffee.com. And okay. your done deal at checkout. You're going to get 20% off your order. <laughs> it's free shipping. And What's it so is, good about it? It's the shit. So just, Justin, the owner, has... Um, uh, a, like a strain hunter, a bean like hunter, who travels around oh, the globe. They forge relationships Anything. with Anything. smaller family okay. farms, and they agree to buy it in bulk. They have it shipped green to Colorado, and they roast it on a, I think we've, it's like 1949 roaster here in Boulder. And <laughs> it will change. You won't... You, you won't drink any other coffee. I mean, they're a sponsor of the show, and I've known them for a long time. But at the end it's, of the day, it's definitely it's, it's definitely game changer shit where you're just like, once you've had it enough, you're like, okay, I see. Okay. I see the difference now. And then, and also you got to understand that, um, you know, like most of the coffee that's out there, it's, it's, it's like shit. It's been treated like shit. There's a lot of pesticides, a lot of fucking bullshit because it's, I'm not going to say it's cartel run, but it's almost like mafia driven because it's like they know you need this shit. Like it's like you need coffee. Same with olive oil. Like olive oil, <laughs> you got to be super careful because it's all like and avocados now. Avocados are run by cartels like crazy. All the food that we don't like, we want that. You know, you need that. They'll fucking jump in and, and take it. And then you know that they're not giving a fuck about you. So it's always nice to support good local small uh, farmers and also local guys here in Colorado that are actually roasting it properly and they don't over roast it. Right. Cause they, when you nope. over roast, you kill all the fucking caffeine. Well, you pretty much kill right. all the fucking good. Fucking the lighter shit. the roast, the stronger the bean in regards to caffeine. And yeah, please, you know I know like, everybody has their preference, but don't order it ground. Never. Buy yourself a nice burr grinder from Costco. Never. So you all can right. dial it in. Oh, we have bagel Passover? Yeah, we got bagel Passover. I'm going to order some. I love good coffee, and I will keep you guys posted on what I think. So listen, we had one bagel between us. We, well, no. like it, We had three bagels, no, but yeah, it but lasted we done, the whole time. The whole trip, and then we were on our last bagel on, on a Sunday. Morning. That's like Hanukkah. On a Sunday. On a Sunday. Right? Yeah. 
And then we were lighting like, the menorah. And then we were like, we have to share this bagel. And, and, and then we did. And then all of a sudden, Mark goes, dude, it's like the story. <laughs> and I'm like, yep, here That's we go. Great. We're so doing it. Then we cut it up into four pieces. And then uh, we had to toast it because it was pretty kind of getting a little rubbery at that point. Right. It was last Why is this? Uh, look at us! Look at us enjoying the bagel together. Yeah. yeah. Oh, look at that. And we did bagel Passover. It. it was true Gotta bagel Passover. It. Thanks. Aww. See, we knew. So that. I knew you. Bagels were we in Oklahoma that. for Passover. That was in Oklahoma too. So we were like the only guys eating bagels in Oklahoma. That's right. No, that's not true. They have like, <laughs> bagels in Oklahoma. What the hell are you eating? Is that a donut? They're like those guys. Well, are, those guys are toasting bagels. donuts over there. We're like bread no, donut. No, this is from New York. Oh, uh, but seriously, yeah. you will love Ozo Coffee, guys. Give him, a, give him a shot. Rosin Dogs, thank you so much for the subscription you have. And that's the thing, too. My last thing about Ozo is, you know what? You go to their website, and they have, like, 15 different unique strains or beans. And now you can just join their subscription club. So they're going to send you a pound of, of five different, you know, beans every month. So... Get on it. Thank you for being a sponsor. Have you tried infusing this coffee yet? So He's they talked did about it, right? a... Or a CBD one? We, we, we're going to have him back on once this, again, this Michigas is done. He's he's really into it. Um, mm -hmm. They did a uh, a little collab with uh, Willie's Reserve, mm -hmm. but it really wasn't their coffee. It was really Willie's CBD coffee bean. Uh. So I don't think it was... Ozo bean, and I think that's why I don't see it on their website, and I don't see it being sold anymore. But yes, they would totally be into it. Um, we can we can entertain that conversation, and I can see this style of coffee roasting really taking off. I mean, Starbucks hey. is everywhere, so you know people love coffee, but maybe they would love it a little more if they knew that. You know, well, this is like heady. This is like heady, proper heady coffee. Yeah, that's what it is. Yes. Yeah. Thank you guys at Ozo for supporting the show. We love you. We love Gozo. you. Gozo. 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 Actually, the new website, gozo.com. Just Gozo. Yeah. Just call it Gozo, bro. Come on, you got to shorten everything. This is the modern day. We don't use whole <laughs> letters. Right. We don't do whole Glance words rates. anymore. You just take little bits. That's right. That's it. Oh, after Ozo, come on, we got. We so we're going to go. Got so well, listen, one day we're going to all hop on a plane. We're going to go back to Barcelona and say the name correctly. We go, take us to Trezor. Mm -hmm. Trezor. Say, I'm mentioning the done deal. This oh, is another done remember, deal. Yeah. Another done listen, deal. 30 euros. Who the hell knows what the, I joke about this a lot, but I have no idea what the dollar is going to be equivalent against the euro when we can finally Ouch. open up and travel again. But Ouch. they are. I don't think they're going to want any of our money. They're going to be like, no, you can keep right. that. <laughs> you can keep that stuff. Just you get... have to show it's your kind of like they don't want us. I'm pretty sure we're still banned from traveling, right? We are. Yeah. We are. Yeah. Mm -hmm. no. How scary is that? That's like really scary, actually, that we're well, we, stuck. We, really, we fucked up. We're, we're, we are country non grata. We are the shithole country. We are. <laughs> <laughs> You know, we always say we are the shithole country. We always thought we were. Yeah, yeah. we're the shithole we're the country. We're the neighbors we don't like. Right? Yeah, exactly. But Treasure takes really good care of their patrons. But when you come back to the states, if you go to Denver, or Pueblo, Oklahoma. or Colorado Springs, or Oklahoma, Oklahoma, their uh -huh. big presence in Oklahoma, you go to apothecaryextracts.com. Oh, cool. And 
you just when you walk in, you say, "Listen, psst, psst, I want the done deal. Done deal. Give me the done deal. Done deal. I'm gonna get a gram of their ambrosia." And okay, right now I'm smoking on the black cherry garlic. Mm-hmm. Just the name alone. Pink mm-hmm. And it smells. I got the camosa. <laughs> it kind of smells like camosa. sweet garlic. Oh, camosa. Okay. It's, nice. They are, I mean, can we call them Jedi Knights of BHO extraction? I think so. They are oh, huge diamonds Jedi's. in here. I got some huge yeah, ones. Yeah, those they, tropical smoothie ones. Yeah, is that was that one? No, uh, that was the other one. Yeah, tropical smoothie. Yeah, yeah. How was Oklahoma, Adam? When you went? Yeah, Oklahoma's good, man. It's starting. I mean, the thing is, they're uh, doing the same thing as New York, where you can anywhere you can smoke cigarettes, you can smoke cannabis, which I liked that rule. That was mm-hmm. good. That's a good rule. They're pretty dope about their whole social thing. They 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 seem to get it, and. Uh, I mean, there's three thousand. Was it three thousand or six thousand? Crazy numbers of licenses there. Six thousand like, sounds more like it. I think wow. it's like six. I mean, it's nuts. And there's like little, little tiny ones, little tiny shacks on the side of the road. And I mean, they're they're embracing it pretty hard. And it's, uh, I think it's everyone's there too. It's like there's almost all the big players have somebody there set up setting up shop. So I think they're yeah. gonna, it's going to be some good stuff going on. I know they have a, a festival in September, which we're going to be part of the mid-september so that's exciting and okay. we'll keep everybody informed on that but uh, how's the herb um uh, pretty good I mean, we didn't we we didn't we, we didn't get to go to too uh, many other people's places for there but i saw some nice plants I saw we saw lot, nice plants we, we saw we did a lot of garden tours so we didn't get to do a lot of, you know i mean a lot of sampling of a lot the, of sampling yeah the good i mean it is it is good to see that even though it's still the wild west they are trying to fucking do things properly too because it's like it's like colorado like you'll go to your friend's place who owns a dispensary and you'll be like all right grab some weed and they'll be like i can't do that you're like what i forgot my card yeah. at home and i'm like what you forgot your card so you can't get weed at your own place like no man it's only you know, and it's interesting to see but that's kind of like the way it has to be right you have to go and compliance is a bitch and none of us are real, coming from the original are like Wait a minute! You can't just reach into a big bucket of weed and grab some weed out and just go and <laughs> stick it into a thing and walk out the door. Like, come on! That's what life's all about. <laughs> that's the most important no, part. No, 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 no. no. Your so yeah, so there's a bit of that, but uh, no, it's good. I think it's I think Oklahoma's uh, surprisingly uh, pretty advanced right now because they jumped on pretty late and took it by the yeah. They, so they went big, but they, you know they have a it's still got its own vibe there too. So I think uh, a lot of people have gone there thinking they could just run with it. And they got their asses handed to them too, because it's Oklahoma. So it's got, it's, you know, it's got its own ways. You got to really know, got to be with the right people as always as anywhere. And I think there even more because everybody's, you know, coming into this, a lot of the people that are coming into this, uh, it's like their own money. You know what I mean? They're not, there's not, corporate money there is also that too but a lot of the people that i met it's their money so they gotta make sure that things are you know get taken care of and done right and there's a lot of learning exactly you gotta get it done right then you have to call you know who to call then right um but now in general it's uh i think it's cool it's a cool state and 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 that's the I, i love new markets i mean it's like rick was saying you've been at five places that we're going and it's always fun when you're at the the you know the beginning of something which is where you're yeah. at now Carrie too which is and everywhere like New York's at and America as a whole is really at because even the places that have had it the longest like here and Washington and Cali still hasn't solidified you know with everybody it's still kind of it still has its own thing it's in its own lane and it hasn't really 
gotten to where it needs to go, which I think it's going to, in a near, in the near future, it'll be more normal than ever, which is awesome, which is the way it always should have been. Like you ever, if you read Chris Conrad's book, um, lifeline to the future on the intro of that, it's basically like a fantasy time and it's now, but it's like, I wake up in my hemp house. I put on my hemp socks. I get my hemp <laughs> underwear. I grab my hemp toothbrush. I put in my hemp toothpaste. I write a hemp towel. Then I have my temp hemp cereal. Then I go to my hemp car and I drive my, you know, and it's like he goes through the whole list of things. And I'm like, yeah, we've got that. We've got that. You know, pretty much all of it's possible now. And it's getting more possible because we're actually growing enough of this to do all these things, especially with the hemp. Cause I mean, that's one of the ones where like the weed scene is fun and it's cool. But once, yeah, the, once, once the hemp really gets some big money behind it, which it will, because now everybody's still scared of weed, even though it's hemp. Like they still have this whole like feeling like they can't invest. And if they do, they only want to invest in CBD. They don't want to invest in like fabrics or building materials, which is really what to me, that's, that's the big, that's the big money. That's where like, oh shit, now you're really right. doing big things. It's like, you know, back in the day being into you know, the transportation trains or oil or any of those things, it's the same deal. I mean, hemp is like the new oil because you can take that to the next level and build a big factory and really process and do all sorts of, you know, uh, we're, we're looking at cannabinoids, but when they start looking at the, the actual structures, the, the, just the ability to kind of spit out all sorts of good cellulose products, cellulose based products, which is a lot of things that people don't think of. Yeah. We're going to teach them because I think that the investors do want to be involved and they exist. They don't understand. And I think this whole CBD world just kind of threw everybody for a loop. And then with federal legalizing hemp, hence Delta 8, it, you people will make products to fit laws. We all know this. So mm -hmm. um, when people understand that, that what hemp can do for our for our air, for our environment, for our bodies, for, for our skin, for our housing, like you said, for our clothing. It's a, it's a game changer across the board. I mean, it will blow cannabis. Is I mean, it's not even in the same lane, really. No. Uh, there are different lanes, really. But I think that that, it just, it is also... Uh, that from what I understand and, and Mike West kind of told me about some of that is the machinery. We don't have the machinery in the U S right 100%. now that's necessary. Yeah. Uh, and that's really where he's getting that up, but also not just the machinery themselves, but the people that can run and actually understand. So like, the yeah, we're, we're so, I mean, we're like, and that just takes that person who can throw a hundred million bucks at it and not right. blink, you know what I mean? Which is out there. There's, I mean, it's not a big, it's not even that really big of an investment when you think about how big some of these people are and have the money they have. It's just a matter of somebody getting the point that we can't really do anything until we have that because we can grow like hemp all day long, but if you, no one's processing it, what's the fucking point? And that's what's happened a lot. A lot of people lost their shit because they'd go in and they would be come in at this certain price. Turn handed to them. And well, the thing is that the, the CBD thing, like you are saying, it definitely threw everybody for a fucking sideways because people got greedy and they looked at their calculator and they were like, wait a minute. So you're That's saying, right. you're saying I can do how much? And then, and then by the time they've actually got everything <laughs> built up and they're ready to go, that shit's the bottom fell out of that. And it already fell out for a lot of people. So then they were like, well, cause now you can get a kilo of isolate for 
350 to 500 bucks, right? And that was 20 and that was $20,000 a couple of years ago, you know? So like yeah, just yeah. grand. The first time I researched CBD prices, it was 80 well, that's, grand yeah, a kilo. That's when it's ridiculous, but even yep. 20 it was there for a while. Like there was a consistent time period where it was 20, then it was 18, then it was Yeah, 15. that's when everybody built their proformers yep. based on an acre returning $180,000 in profit from a $12,000 investment and everyone wrote it all out like that. And then that was the year that, I mean, it went, was it 17? And it just went crazy by 18. We were having in, you know, volunteers all over the place. And then, mm -hmm. you know, we know what happened now. It's super cheap and they're turning it to Delta eight and selling it in gas stations. And yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. We were, I mean, people were getting, Three to th people were getting that much for a pound of their hemp at some point. So there was three hundred dollar pounds of hemp going. You know, I mean, so it was like when you started to look at the numbers, wow. You know, now all of a sudden that that is like twenty five cents. You know what I mean? Like that's how much literally people are paying fifty cents maybe. So you're like, whoa, that's a big difference from thirty dollars to fifty cents. You know, or for three hundred dollars to fifty cents, it's like it went down to thirty quickly. You know what I mean? And then it went from thirty just, and so it gets to that point where people are paying you to take it away from them you know what i mean like just get this thing out of here man i got too much and i kind of think though it really wasn't it cbd when you look at it that really paved the way for the massive legalization surge for cannabis yeah it, it had cbd its... became accepted so quickly it's also because <sighs> well, the, well it confuses a lot I of people it made it hard that made it acceptable so i think they used a child and they got cnn <laughs> Play, right and so when yeah. you when you combine that kind of thing but really like i don't even think from my knowledge even charlotte figgy with, with that seeds again just <laughs> here it was a, it was like an acdc that was came from previous um growers and before the, the stanley even, brothers took even, it over even even more deeper than that but yeah in general all that well the problem with that was that they were they weren't very good growers and they were putting people uh, charging a crazy amount because of their lack of ability to put out because the, 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 the strain that they picked needed work. It wasn't the best yielding strain to begin with. So it was like, but they just ran with the ball on that because they had it, you know, they, that's it. We got it. And just kind of screwed the pooch on that one. And then got so far behind that they had people on waiting lists for like two years. And it's like, you can't put a kid on a waiting list who's going to need this stuff. You need to get that stuff to them now. And so they were kind of just trying to capitalize too much on their, their their situation trying to change laws that you could only grow their strain i mean like that was like there was some yeah. Yeah. Greed, greed, very greedy greed. yeah very greedy which is not part shouldn't be part of the quotient really um and cbd i think is also funny because now people realize like you know even though the source is important if you're bringing it to isolate it doesn't fucking matter like that that's when you don't care if you're growing hemp technically or or cannabis and getting your your cbd from that because at the end of the day you're you've gotten rid of all the other parts you've 99.8 percent of cbd there ain't much room left for anything else so but if you're going to make a distillate then it's important that you have really you don't want to have some crappy hemp you want to or you know so yeah, yeah. you want to go with the best quality there and so you want all those other cannabinoids so um but we're, we're getting there i mean it, it, maybe it's a good thing because also the fact that corporate people kind of got screwed hopefully as much as the small guy did i think we all i think it kind of was universal it wasn't like everybody 
it only was the little guy. It was like kind of universal. Like I think the little guys actually survived because they could, you know, lick their wounds and keep going. Whereas if you were on a huge scale, I saw lots of farms in Oregon that just left it. They didn't even care. They were like, you know what? Fuck it. We're not even, they oh, saw yeah. the bottom dropping out and they were like, if we have to pay the people to harvest this, transport it, dry it, process it, da 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 we're gonna lose money. <laughs> like it doesn't even make sense to harvest it. Like let's just walk away. And if you, well, you know who you got know. screwed? Mm -hmm. The patients, the people that have been lied to, the people that were looking and thinking that they had an option for their child or someone. Because I was that person when I was looking for medicine for my aunt years ago. I know that feeling when you're vulnerable and desperate. And what they did was they spread misinformation, and they they they. You, I mean, they, they were greedy and people lost their lives. Children lost their lives out of greed. And so that's the only place that I really care about the standardizations when it comes to the government being involved with anything. Um, but I think that, you know, at the end of the day, we need to think about ourselves and consumer, as consumers as well. What do we want to put in our bodies? And let's have integrity in our own businesses. We have an opportunity to pioneer this industry in a way that's never been done before. And that starts with our own integrity. And we all have uh, have risked a lot to stay in this business. It was sure the hell wasn't for money. So we need to, to, to impart that education onto others and either lift them up with them or they need to get the fuck out of the way because this is very serious. And, and I know I am not going to allow this to happen anymore. And I will personally have programming to call people out on their stuff because nice. that's how yeah, we that's, do it. You got the platform for it. So that's awesome. Yeah. Um, it's, hard, it's hard to get rid of uh, capitalists, you know. <laughs> they come in really hard and they they uh and so like I, when the the cbd thing happened two years ago i was talking to some friends of mine who were in the business with this and we said that a lot of the investors uh, we're going to get rid of the fluff there's people who ran to this in the past three years you know mm -hmm. and they go into cbd and they went to, and those people are now are going to go away a little bit because because we're getting back down to reality a little bit more and uh, we'll see it's not just them. OGs were doing scandalous stuff too. No, so let's not, you know, never. never. Year, and Jersey has become this like uh, swinging a dead cat. You can't, you find it. There was one guy who wanted me to come in as a consultant. I talked to him and they were going to have a, they were going to have a, a, a company that uh, promoted cannabis as a cure for opiates, you know, for opiate. Uh, I said, well, how exactly does that work? And he told me, well, and, and he said that, you know, well, when you're addicted to opiates, you can smoke cannabis and that relieves that. And I said, no, that's not what happens. There is a way to do what you're talking about, but that's not what, you know, you're not aware of that. I'm pretty sure. Mm -hmm. But I explained it to them. I went to great term to explain exactly what you need to do in order to make this company successful, because what you're saying is not true. Okay. And they dismissed me from my from the, they they said how no dare we were, they. how dare they yeah Come no on. i mean i wasn't making i i i actually walked away but the point is is that you know they were not interested in doing something that was right they mm -hmm. were interested in making money and to optimizing this moment before it got away from them yeah and there's a yeah. lot of that and there's going to be i mean hopefully you know, the people that had the right intentions will come through it and the people who didn't kind of fail, fail, fall off and it doesn't really, we don't want it to ruin them or anything, but hopefully they don't, you know, because that's the problem is cannabis and, and hemp and anything related, they, people think it's easy and it's like, oh yeah, they're just waiting there, waiting there for it. And the reality is it's not. 
Uh, it's pretty hard. It's a pretty, uh, you know, it's a pretty thickly uh, uh, aggressive sort of group of people that are out there trying to promote their shit and make put their stuff out there. And everybody's everybody's been doing it forever and whatever along the way. Uh, some fail and some don't. And I mean, I I like I like the fact that now we're at a position where uh, they don't. A lot of people are going to come in and and put a lot of money into this. And it's kind of like the classic where you just kind of sit back and let them fail. And then buy their shit at pennies on the dollar and feel like, oh, finally, if we got our fucking, because now we've seen the same formula over and over again, you know? And it's like, it's pretty mm-hmm. easy, pretty easy to predict. There's going to be a whole bunch of people running in, spending a bunch of money, putting together hey. these gigantic behemoth projects, not realizing like you're better off with a smaller, easier footprint to work with and build yourself up from there because there's already enough people out there that have been doing it longer with more money. And that's, you know. It's a tough game. It's a tough game. But but let's just look at how cool is it going to be to watch New Jersey and New York play the game? Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. Exactly. I've been playing that game for two years now. <laughs> no, but now it, full full legalization. Full legalization yeah. there, Pumpkin. You gotta, we got to embrace Rick, the closet, Rick's, too. Rick's okay? going to try to slide in under the, under the wire and be the last guy arrested. He's trying hard. He's really trying. He's going for it. I have to look at the law for loopholes to see what I can do. I don't know. I, I'm kind of, like I said, after 50 years, I, I was expecting it. It didn't happen. I'm sort of disappointed. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sort of like, I feel like I, I, I was owed That's that. what I'm saying. I figure you still have time. If you hurry up, you could probably, I know. You could probably I, pull I, it I off. I got to be really egregious. I got to really, really fuck up if they're really going to pay attention. All right, let's do our, yeah. um, let's do our final um, shout outs and tell everybody where to go because we got to finish our shout outs after we'd let you guys off because Rick's been here since the beginning he's been here the full th- he's yeah been- no I've had a good time and I just wanted to hear it it was fun no it was Rick's a lot of fun. the best I miss your face I can't wait to hug you yeah 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 that's the other reason I stayed I want to see your face how you doing listen uh, we'll, we'll stay in touch obviously we'll be, I'll see you I'll see you in the next few weeks we'll be talking and where and, right. and Rick where, 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 you, where can people find you just out there uh, in the world out there on the ether is there any well, are you doing you know, Clubhouse? Are you doing Clubhouse and all that crap? No, um, believe it or not, in the next six months, uh, for my, you know Craig Coffee from High Times? Of course. Yeah, he and I are going in business together. We got we've got a strain, and we're going to go into your guys' business. Oh shit! You're stepping into our arena. And, yeah, oh, we got it. He took two years. He, man. He pulled it out. And uh, he and I are, are doing it. He's going to call. I'm going to. I'll say it for the first time in public right now. We're going to call Q6 Beard. <laughs> and it's going to be nice to remember I'm pulled here in Jersey and uh, and see if we can get uh, everybody in Jersey smoking my weed. Look at you on day one. He's like, fuck it, I'm no, doing it now. <laughs> yeah, you got to smoke that beer, baby. You got to smoke that beer. that beer. <laughs> yeah, I like yeah, but no, Craig, so like, Dave, Craig Dave is going to have competition in the, in the faces on the can uh, area. So, it's Dave's, I'm sorry. It's Dave's claim to fame right there. Here it is. Here oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. The old DC. Oh, Jesus. With the Grateful Dead thing. Oh, my God. You're killing it. That's right. That's right. I, you know, I never met Jerry Garcia, but I got high with him. <laughs> I, was in, uh, I, was at, I, I was in 1972. I was at an Old and Way concert. And it was late at night. And uh, the first Doug song was playing first. There was nobody there. And, uh, and we were sitting up front. And the, a couple of guys from the dead, including Jerry Garcia, came out and sat next to us to listen to Doug's song. Uh, and the music was rocking. And they listened. My friend nudged me and said, look at over here. 
And Jerry Garcia was sitting. It was a couple other guys. It wasn't in the band, but it was Garcia. And so my friend pulled out a pipe of hash. We did it for about 10 minutes, back and forth, back and forth. Then they got up and had to go get ready, and they walked away and tipped their hat. <laughs> that, that's my claim to fame. Right? I got high with Jerry Garcia, but I never met him. <laughs> that's awesome. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, so anyhow, um, it was fun tonight. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you for being on the show with us. We really yeah. appreciate it. Anytime. Anytime. It's been awesome. Thank you, Rick. And, Carrie, tell us. So Okay, so here's Carrie Accardi. I want everyone to go to connected, C-A-N-N-E-C-T-E-D dot TV and subscribe so you stay updated for our launch. A new cannabischannel.com has information about what's going on in advertising and stuff. Yeah. 420media.us is our other website. My company is 420media and K-E-R-R-I at 420media.agency is my email. And I, I'm I'm psyched. I'm so psyched about everything, and I can't wait till we can film. And when I can see you, I know you're going to be there with us, Rick, when we launch live from New York, baby. So I will <laughs> live from New York. Guest, and, and what day a week is it on? Come on, live <laughs> from New York on a Saturday night. Hey, we will be launching. Be. Come on, you got to say that when you can. A lot of fun guests that are we going to do. So it's gonna be I, good. Uh, yeah. It's going to be really good, right? We didn't even really announce everything yet. We had it set for 420, so we're going to do the logo reveal, the download, the app for 420, do a nice countdown. And then it uh, looks like it's going to be Saturday, May 1st, that we will launch live. So uh, we'll work on it, Rick. I'll call you and keep uh, offline, keep you posted. And uh, I'm sure I'll be... Uh, well, I'm coming back on the show on 420 with Mr. Doan, so uh, we can make some announcements then, which will be great. Rick will be here, All too. Right. Rick will be here, too. Awesome. Be happy. Of course. Yep. It's a whole 24 What's hours. He'll be here for the entire 24 hours. I can't can <laughs> <laughs> just This is a practice. This is a practice. I just have to do it eight, eight, eight times more. <clears throat> Cool, cool. Thanks yeah. for having me, you guys. And it was so Hey, it's fun. been a pleasure. Thank you very much. Thanks, Happy guys. Friday. We'll talk to you soon. Talk to you guys Take soon. Care, guys. Peace, man. Yep. Oh, how do we get out of here? This is it. Oh, oh he's failing. Again. He's failing. <laughs> well, so you if go. you happen to be in California right now, head over to Papa's Select. I have no idea Which what part the of California? is there. Which part of California? I have it's no big... idea where they are. Well, it's a very you big look state. look up Papa's Select. You have to hook me up with them uh, when I go in July. Hell yeah. I, I will absolutely will. We'll find out more information on how you can get the done deal there. But uh, <clears throat> Boris, their COO, is a great guy and he runs a great company. They're, they really believe in high quality extracts. Simple. That's what they do. That's but, what uh, they do. I got to say, I had I had some today. Did you? I had some numb nuts peanut butter. Oh, on your in your mouth. Nice. Yeah, nuts, I put it on you a put nuts in your mouth bagel. today. Dave has been. I put nuts sucking. in my Did mouth. Did you suck today. on them a little bit? Get all the salt. They were salty. You suck a little. Salt. No, but it is great product. You got to go to numbnutsco.com. <laughs> and you got to go to numbnuts. Uh, oh, I got CBD. I got the thing you gave me last week. So yeah, I got all mad at Cece because she started digging in. I was like, "Don't eat it all." She's like, "I'm not. How am I going to eat it all?" Like it was like literally like me getting nervous that she was going to eat all the peanut butter. Don't eat, don't eat my peanut butter. I was like, I got very She's expensive. not going to eat all the peanut butter. No, it's impossible. You could never get that. It'd be like, Mwah. do we have a graphic of numb nuts we can put up? Instead yeah, on of his, oh, yeah, we should definitely get on, some. Papa Select. On his chin. 
Yeah. yeah. Let's get nuts on a chin. But that's numb nuts. That's their um, CBD line. Um, you've got to grab those CBD infused nuts while they're there. Um, we don't know, you know, as, as markets open up across the country, having infused nuts like that might be no bueno. We'll see. Huh? But for know. now, you know where to go get them. Why would that be numbnutsco.com? Okay. You know, they, they, somebody in Utah is probably going to eat one and say, my kid ate one and saw Jesus or something like that. I don't know. But listen, they're a fantastic company. They make great products. They just did a drop of their THC peanut butter, which is fantastic, by the way. I mean, really, really, really good. So shout out to, uh, to Adam. You get 10% off their CBD products when you enter done deal at checkout. Mel still wants none out. nuts. Mel needs, needs them. We'll have to get her some. We'll have to get her some. I will have some sent to her. But listen, if you're in Boulder, go over to our friends over at 14er Boulder. They, it's 14erboulder.com. There's new strains dropping almost every day. The flower is amazing. The rosin is white, flaky love. So listen, it's great products. They even do a strain-specific gummy. They call it dialed-in gummies. All their products are fantastic. Great garden. Check them out. No discount, but just us telling you about them should be enough. They, they, they just, I can't say enough about them. I, I really, really can't. Love those guys. Fire. Fire. Fish shit, baby. I talked, so to, Tom, I talked to Tom yesterday. He's, yeah, uh, he did say he wanted to make sure that everything is all caught up, but they, they listen. And he talked to you. No, I said he I, talked I, to you, then he talked to me. I talked to him after you talked to him. So. Oh, sweet. Yeah. He's Think, you know, I said earlier about New Millennium that I, I have, I see the email that comes in. I haven't seen a complaint about him. I, I tell you, not only will you not see complaints about fish shit, but everything is like, oh my God, this stuff really works. I hear Adam talk about it, you know, and it really, really works. And a lot of the breeders that have been mentioned on the show use the product. So you got to give it a try. And listen, it works. So why not try to win some for free? Yeah, right? You got to send us a picture of a fish in a diaper mm-hmm. that looks like Who? any cast member. Oh, yeah. There you go. Okay. You. It could be any cast member. It doesn't have to be any one specific one. It doesn't one have to be Dave, but it probably will be. because Any yeah. cast member. Much more fun to draw. Send in oh, look. There's a Dave right there. There's a Dave right look, there. That was, that's my Twitter. That's a $500. That is like a $500 uh, drawing. Look at that. Yep. That's like an NFT. And it was drawn by a, a NFT fan's that daughter. For $50 million right now. Right? It's the original. Oh, shit. Can I do? Oh, I'm going to. All right. How do you do that? Are you NFTing me, it right now? Hennessy, give me a call. We can figure out how to NF, NFT that, that photo. Right yes. There. Yes, sir. But fishshit.com. Enter Dundeal at checkout. It's our biggest discount. It's 25%, 25%. off. percent Okay. I can't wait. Send it's like a, I just ran out, so I'm like. I need Uh-oh. it. I need it. So he's getting me a bunch. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. More diapers. So fishheadfarms.com on uh, Instagram, fish shit. And Terp Wipes, this product is absolutely amazing. Okay. Four times the size of I start of using them more and more. It's funny how, like, now it's just, like, mandatory. Five a day. Well, Five a day. I it's funny. Before we oh, got all those goodness. Terp Wipes, yeah. I got a bunch of the regular old ones. Yeah. And, you have and like, I used one the other day. I was like, what the fuck is this? Like, yeah. this isn't going to clean shit. No. I mean, no. it's pretty funny because I'll, uh, I like, now I'm like definitely using at least three to five a day, pretty much. So, yeah, it's, well, gotta, so you got to get the subscription. You out there if you're actually going to do in like Chatland, get, get want to see Adam continue to use Terp Wipes. Yeah, you better get some. You need to go to terpwipes.com slash done deal. There's no entering done deal. You have to go to terpwipes.com 
slash done deal. Your discounts automatically calculated and they will send them to you. But I am telling you, this it this product works, man. It it's works. a great product. It does Try work. it out. It does work. Yeah. A, rosin dogs approved. And he knows he gets little rosin pieces all over the dirty. place. He's dirty. So rosin dogs He's a approved. dirty dog. You, you got to check them out. That's what I heard. That's all I heard. And um, thank it, you, Illuminar, last week for giving away the lamp. That That's just, that's a... Uh, Fantastic of you because uh, we get pictures now on Instagram of, of uh, the love. plants growing under your illumination. Under your illumination. Whoa. Wow. Look at you. Right? Uh, yeah. Illuminar lighting. It's the for, shot talking for right all now. These of your lighting words. needs. Not just not just LEDs because obviously everybody loves LEDs these days, but they've still got Ds. They've got all sorts of CMHs, ceramic metal halides. Um, they've got good clone. They got perfect. Well, the cloning ones now are LED, so that's 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 where you want to start. Start, but um, in general, if if you got the height and you can still grow with double ended, fucking do it while you can, because I guarantee you, in five years from now, when everything's Dinosaurs. overregulated, you're gonna be like, man, remember we used to grow this fucking. Right. Yep, because yeah, LEDs do good, but they're they're a little more. It's less. It's less like, you know, gargantuan. You get a little bit more like controlled sizes but uh in general yeah you definitely go to them and you get uh if you contact them direct and you want you gotta say if you need the done deal especially if you're gonna order you gotta like say a, you need the done deal if you're gonna and order listen, like a you bunch st- if you're gonna order a bunch from your facility that's when you're really phew, cashing in hard it adds up and regarding hid when 40 to 60 percent of the energy used goes to infrared to heat it's not an efficient way of growing cannabis Okay, you got to figure out. But there's certain can, there's certain differences that you see between growing on that way, which is the way we've grown before forever. So we kind of like get, you know, there's certain we don't want to miss out. It's like once it's over, it's over. That's all I'm saying. All I'm right. just saying the technology may not be as efficient, but it's sort of like the it's like driving like a muscle car, or you know, or a two-stroke motorcycle. It's like yeah, okay, there's more efficient, cleaner things out there, but they don't have the thrill, the thrill. And the HIDs have a There's a thrill of to wasting that. all that energy. Exactly. Like, it's listen, a, it's the American way, email. dude. It's the fucking American way. If I want to waste energy, you and, can do it. And so drive my fucking hot rod around with my fucking HID garden growing, and I'm allowed to. <laughs> no, it is. It's still, they're still, I mean, but they've got the best of those technologies, too. So if you're going to be doing it with those, you might as well go with the best. And send us an email to uh-huh. dundeal at adamdunshow.com. Tell me about Tell it. us why you need the lamp. Believe it or not, we're getting a lot of requests. Mm-hmm. So the story you tell probably makes a big difference. Yep. Or in, the poem. In or the poem so, or the song. Yep. Or the movie you write. Maybe you write a movie. Oh, yeah, oh, script. Would, script. A full script on why yeah, you need But there. I believe the longest sponsor of the show and the one we gave out earlier. Oh, and just the place to go to get genetics. Look at I he's mean, Oh, you, spring cleaning. No, he sent me some of these, the, the little beanie hats. I know. Spring and I got hats. some lanyards. And I, I want a beanie hat. Beanies are good. for you. Beanies are good. You uh, but yeah, you go to Seeds Here Now. Got to go to SeedsHereNow.com. You know, got to hang out with James. Obviously, if you saw the show, you saw him there. But that was cool. That was dope. Um, yeah. uh, but Seeds that Here Now. I'm jealous with my DJ controller. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that <was No>. <laughs> exactly. Um, but in, but you got to think of it like this: If you're out there, you're going to buy genetics. If something goes wrong, yeah, who who are you going to call? Ghostbusters. Right? It's rare that it does go wrong, but if it does, all you have to do is call James Bean. Their customer service team makes it right. Okay, he treats his growers, the people who who breed those seeds, like treasured record artists, and they get a piece of every seed sold. So seedsherenow.com. Seventy. I think he's got com. seventy plus breeders now. Oh, and uh, damn. 
looks like we're going to be uh, back in Oklahoma sooner than later. So we'll keep you informed on that. See you now. See you now. Adam Dunn Show. Collab. Done deal. Uh-oh. What's got going on? Nugget? No, it's not a Does nugget. somebody let a bird out? It's a dog squealing? I don't know what's going on out there. Uh-oh. Yeah. We got, little, we got lots of little pups out there going nuts. Something's like, wrong with that dog. They want the show over. They're like, get that show over, guys. Aren't you done yet? Aren't you done, Mr. Dunn? And I think we are, actually. I think, um, But but um, let's see. We have... Uh, do, we have cause do we have a couple other sort of satellite people out there that we're, we need to shout out? No? Besides, obviously, top quality top quality buds in uh, Oklahoma. If you haven't Shout watched out the video. to Pistol Point Cannabis and Sid Gupta for coming in and Fab Five Freddy. Oh, shit, yeah. And Rick and Carrie and Danny and, and DJ Mateo. Mateo. I can't believe we got everybody in. It's amazing. Like We got everybody well, in. They all yeah. made it on the show. It and one extra shoved his way in. Oh, yeah. And fucking. But well, we won't mention him. And yeah. Danko. I did Mr. say Vinkovetsky. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh he had okay, two. He gets two names. He gets two names now. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, we got everybody in. That was pretty dope. Um, and uh, next week, soon. let's see. Next week, Ooh. I've got the guys in coming in from. Uh, I just received. I haven't actually done it yet, but I've got a something new toy to play with. It's called the Q cut, or no, this is called the Q unit. So I don't know if that's part of the if that's <laughs> if you have to be <laughs> Q unit. But uh, I'm going to be testing it over the next week, and then I'm going to have those guys are going to come into the studio. So we're going to hang out next week. Live in the studio. Yes, Dave, in the studio. Yes, nice. Small well, I got some two OG cannabis artists that want to talk as well, so they can come on laughter sure. later on in the show. Sure, we'll do sure, cannabis sure. and art. Um, so I know I have them coming in. Who knows what else will happen in the next week? Who knows what state will just drop? Oh, yeah, what state's going to legalize, right? Something's going. Now that New York did it, everyone's going to be like, wait a minute. Fuck they it. did it. We're doing it. Yeah. Right? So you watch. The wave will continue. Um, well, let's see what happens to all the other states, you know, because we know a lot of it was that uh, tourist traffic and the the gray market working its way back. And now that it's, you know, a, a oh, legal market, it's going to I uh, I predict it's bigger than ever, <laughs> you know, especially ever. bigger than ever, which Best is ever, which is good. That's what we want. Yeah. So, uh, all right, guys, or see you next week. Shout out to my beautiful wife, Cece, and little Nick. Thank uh, you, Mark. MTI, love you. He's waiting for me to come home. And oh yeah, make sure PDX Amazing. If you haven't, if you have not signed up yet on YouTube, make sure you do. Every time he gets a new sub, he comes in and <gasps> I got another one. He's up to fifty. <laughs> he's up to fifty now. I think he was at what oh, like damn. twelve the other day. So he's, he's living, living for those, <laughs> living for those subs now. Um, but yeah, he actually pulled out some pretty good animation. You have to check it out. There's some, there's nice. some new stuff. I was like, boy, busted him. Totally busted him the other day on one. It's like, you didn't do that. He was like, well, maybe. maybe hey, a shout bit. out to everybody at Colorado Area 420. Thank you guys for getting everything set oh, up for us for our marathon 24 hour show. Did we figure it out this week? Because we didn't fuck it all up. We got to get back on our top chatters. We've, we fucked up for weeks now. Weeks we've been doing, we've been screwing really? up. Yeah, well, last week it was like all chopped up, and we couldn't 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 count it up because it was like I, I think we should save it for once a month, and they have to add up over time, and it's not just this. I'm going to show up once and bang them all out. I like that. I like know, that idea. Like loyalty. Okay. Not adding anything though, man. Y'all, yeah. Y'all oh, the adding. See, that was the problem. Yeah, that's adding. the problem. Right. What's well, in my name? So maybe yeah. I can do it. Dun, all right. Dun, dun. Okay, so we got it. We got. Oh, yeah, we, are we pulling it up?
Oh, yeah, I'm really excited. We need tension music, TikTok. Come on. Dave, sing. Do something. Top three. In third place with 89 chats. Low. Uh, I kill with a one for the eye. I kill with a one for the eye. Kill. One kill. One First kill. Wouldn't it just be one kill? I don't Get know. It looks, it looks like I. And then the one <laughs> is definitely a one, you know? Oh, I don't know. I won. Oh, it's the E one. I don't know. I don't know. You guys should come up with great chat names and try to win the chat thing so Best Mark has to Best say it chat out loud. Name. It's like, oh, yeah. I saw somebody playing poker the other day. It's I stick it in you. Nice. You know, could you imagine if they made a final table and it's it's rear? I stick it in you, shoves in for all in. Oh, you know. <laughs> he thought of that one too, right? With ninety-one Uh-oh. chats in second place, we got Buddha Boy. Buddha Boy. Buddha Boy. Oh Buddha shit! Boy. Oh Buddha shit! And coming in with a big daddy, one hundred and forty chats. Oh, almost double. Dank Aaron. Dank Aaron. Did he win before? Crushed it. No, new, new winner. No, no, he's won it before. Ah, yeah, he drive Dank Aaron. But it wasn't very much. Giving away a price for Cordoba. We had like five hundred before. Come on, that's when. Yeah, that was when Rosin Dogs was going at one word. He was doing the one word thing. Right. Yeah. Fucking Rosin Dogs. Well, see where Rosin Dogs, not even in the top three now. Where is he now? I don't think he was here tonight. That's probably why. That's probably why. Well, come home, come back, come back, Rosin Dogs. We need you. We miss you. (laughs) We miss you. All right, guys. uh, Shout out to everybody in the chat gang and everybody, uh, all the sponsors of the show and all the guests and Dave and you and all the crew. Let's see you next week. Peace out, guys. Peace out.